This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Victory Drive. Um, So, let me uh, get started by saying that this episode is part three of three when it comes to the Scout Platoon reunion. So... I don't know if you guys are getting sick of it, but this is the last one, and we do get into the nitty-gritty on things. We talk, we get into detail on um, the biggest battle of our entire lives and the biggest battle that that the 34th Infantry Division has seen since World War II. Um, It's the battle for Doab District Center. Um, It's when we were sent in, uh, you know, a group of 30 some odd dudes and uh, some ANA assets went into um, basically retake this district center that got taken over by Taliban. So uh, we talk a lot about that, and we also talk quite a bit about um, just some other things, some things that have been on our minds, I guess. Uh, the Afghan withdrawal comes up. We talk about that towards the end, um, but I'd say the vast majority of this was about about Doab, and it was uh, – Pretty intense battle is us against 400 some odd Taliban, and uh, we somehow made it out unscathed. So we talk about that quite a bit, and then, like I said, the Afghan withdrawal a little bit, and um, yeah, we kind of get into that, and just kind of some little BS here and there as well. Um, we were getting, we were having fun, guys. All right, we we're having a good time on this ep- on this episode on all three parts. We recorded a shit ton, and we were having just having a good time getting together again and uh, shooting the shit and um, having a few beers. All right, we threw them back on this one. We really did. So uh, we the, the speeches might be getting a little bit slurred towards the end. We might be uh, swearing a little bit too much, especially especially me. I seem to have a problem with that. I might. I guess I swear quite a bit especially look, listening back on some of these episodes i'm like damn dude why are you swearing so much Yeesh. you know any other words besides fuck i don't know maybe i don't maybe i'm just dumb 
Maybe that is the case. Or maybe I'm honest. I don't know. Um, but so just, you know, if you guys like this one, great. If you don't like these ones and skip past it, we'll get into some other stuff. Some more gun stuff and hunting related stuff a little bit later on. All right. It's really one. This has been a special, special time for me. These past three episodes, um, very special to me and I'm glad I got to do them and share them with you guys. So with that said, um, we do have Africa dates guys. All right. All right. Anyone that wants to go to Africa, let me know, reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook, email, whatever. Got some um, questions, concerns. Um, you want to go, but you don't know how to save money or whatever it is. All right, uh, let me know. Um, I don't have very much information on if you want to fly with guns. I don't know that yet. I haven't done a whole lot of research on that yet. But as I do more research on it and I figure out what I'm going to do with my guns, then I will definitely let you guys know and uh, just kind of I'll just take you with me on that experience as well. Um, oh, an email, you can email me at victorydrivepod at gmail.com or reach out on Instagram or Facebook. And before Africa, we have the Wyoming bear camp. Where is it? Western Wyoming in the back country. When is it? It's May 27th through the 31st. And actually what's cool about that is that it's on Memorial day week. So that saves you a day of vacation. You blue collar fucks that need a save that PTO. Um, you do get one free day during bear camp. Um, it's a back backcountry style hunt camp with canvas wall tents, horseback riding in and out of bait sites, and all your meals are included. All right. Trey does a great job running these camps and he does include all meals, but he does not include alcohol. He's not going to bring a shit ton of beer and whiskey to get you guys drunk on the mountains of Wyoming. All right. You want to drink some beer? Bring the beer with you. All right. I'm bringing some beer with me. So if you guys want to drink, bring beers. Um, but he does bring food. So that's great. Uh, price is 5500 bucks. That is $5,500. And that is not including your tags. So I think tags are running right around 300 ish for tags and licenses and stuff. Um, and if you want to do it with a bow, then... Uh, you can, you just have to, I think you have to do, uh, an archery a separate, there's like a separate archery, um, tag, not tag. Fuck. Um, what am I trying to say? There's something you have to do with archery and it costs you a little bit of extra money. The state of Wyoming says, if you want a bow hunt, you got to pay a little extra money because you need to know what the fuck you're doing with the bow and arrow before you go around wounding shit on the mountains of Wyoming. So, um, you want to bow hunt? Absolutely 100% um, viable option. Just make sure you do everything you need to do for Wyoming. Um, uh, there is limited space available for the week, but uh, if you have or any questions or concerns, once again, reach out to me on Facebook or, in, Facebook or Instagram and uh, or email. And um, do, 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 you can... Re- oh, uh, we are also going to be recording some podcasts. I will be bringing my podcast equipment both to Africa and Wyoming bear camp. So we will be recording quite a few podcasts with everyone that comes and decides to go hunting with old Jake and Victor drive here. Okay. So Devin Leonard's also going to be in camp. So that's pretty cool. Devin and I running this camp 
and we will be rocking out some podcasts together with you guys. So, like I said, any questions, hit me up or Kurt or anything. God damn it. Motherfucker. I was just thinking on the way up here. I'm like, if Vivek rhymes with cake, Ramaswamy calls me one more time while I'm recording these motherfucking intros, I'm going to lose my shit, and I don't know if I'm going to vote for him. You know? Fuck it. He's called me. He's called me on like every intro. He doesn't call me any other, any other time besides during the times I'm doing these intros. And that really pisses me the fuck off. So, um, fake rhymes with cake, Ramaswamy. Shut up. All right. Uh, let me think here. What else do I got? Um, oh, also, you guys, I am going to run this past you here. I am thinking about doing a separate little series. Um, within victory drive and it's just going to be like a solo series um of like covering various topics gun related topics whatever else um i feel like with some of these conversations i love them i love getting in the weeds on stuff but i also want to keep you do my job as a 2a guy and a gun guy and keep you guys up to date on a lot of stuff that's happening fucking burps keep you guys up to date on what's happening and uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. Like we, I'm sure all of you've heard of the New Mexico gun ban that that wretched witch of a governor in New Mexico decided to throw at you, throw at every, all of her people in New Mexico, saying that you can't carry guns whether you have a concealed carry permit or not. You can't no longer carry guns in Albuquerque or the that county. I think it's Parleo County. So terrible shit's happening. The gun gun owners are constantly under attack by politicians. It's just something we are their favorite punching bag. Whenever anything bad happens with a gun, whenever some terrible fucking nasty human being decides to do something terrible and involves a handgun or a rifle or especially one of those dirty, dirty black guns, AR-15s, whenever someone decides to do something terrible, the politicians love beating up gun owners in America. And I don't think that's right. I think it's very blatant. The constitution, the bill of rights are very, very black and white and very blatant saying spells it right out, you know, shall not be infringed. That's just, that's what this country was founded on. The bill of rights was put into place by the founding fathers. James Madison, he helped, he really pushed for the bill of rights to get passed. Even though he was a federalist, he, even he saw the need towards the end to write down uh, the right, our inalienable rights that we hold near and dear to our hearts as Americans. It's what's built America. It's America's lifeblood is the bill of rights. That's what makes America fucking great. Not Donald Trump, not Hillary Clinton, not sure as fuck, not Joe Biden. Like these people, those people, those politicians, they do not make America great. We make America great. Us. We the people, we are America, and these rights that we wrote down that we hold to highest esteem, that's what has made America as a country the best country in the fucking world, all right? And that's what why people are flocking here from all over all over the world. They want to come to America and make a life for themselves because we have these inalienable rights that a lot of other countries do not have. So we we need to do everything we can to fight for those things, and not my I want to do my part as a podcast host and um, the gun firearms arm of WCB. I want to. 
do what's do, do my part and talk about a lot of stuff. And I feel like that's best suited um, in a solo platform. Maybe I'll have a guest or two on here and there talking about, speci- but this it's going to be very topic specific um, stuff that we're going to be dialing in on this new series. I'm going to be throwing out there. I haven't done it all dug into all the details on when I'm going to be posting them or anything like that. So, uh, if you guys have any ideas, um, you know, or if you think it's a dumb idea or not, um, honestly, I guess it doesn't really matter, but because it's my fucking show, I'm going to do it anyways, but let me know what you guys think. And if you guys do have any crazy stories that pop up throughout the country or anything else, hit me up, send me, send me some of these stories. Um, if they're worth covering, it's going to be almost like victory drive investigative journalism and also i'm going to cover some more specific gun stuff like um why the 30 out six is arguably one of the best cartridges ever made and it's over 100 years old it's fucking badass so we're gonna cover a lot of other gun stuff and also a little more politics but just gun oriented politics i really don't give a fuck about politics or anything else other than like the gun stuff when it comes to the victory drive platform I'm not afraid to talk about other stuff. It's just I want to keep this very specific, um, especially this new series I'm thinking of. So um, let me know. Let me know what you guys think, and uh, let me know about any of the hunts that you guys want to go on, and anything like that. Um, I've been going on for a minute or two now, so I do want to talk just real quickly. Title sponsor: Grizzly Coolers. Um, you guys are interested in anything, any new coolers or anything like that. Hit up Grizzly Coolers. Just go check them out. And if you really want to get into something pre, like something Grizzly oriented, pretty cheap, and also help support, you know, WCB and Victory Drive a little bit further, go to the WCB store. And uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, that WCB Grip Cup, that pint Grip Cup that Grizzly um, makes, and they have in the WCB store, they have special, you know, Antler Mike logos put in there very special for the wcb boys but they are fucking badass they look great and if you're a milk drinker like every other like normal americans then dude kurt said this on one of his intros and i tried it i'm like holy shit he's not wrong for some reason it does something to milk and makes it taste amazing especially if you take that pint that grizzly pint glass and you put it in the freezer before for quite a while i don't know, get it nice and frozen and then you pour the milk in oh my gosh it is the best it's great so if you're interested in some grizzly drinkware hit up wcb store check that out but if you um do decide that you want to buy some grizzly shit um you just go to wcb for 15 percent off at checkout uh the grizzly website so my mouth is getting a little bit dry there so, code WCB, 15% off Grizzly, Grizzly stuff at, on the Grizzly website. And um, also, Mountain Ops. We just did a huge um, giveaway. Still drawing names, um, as far as I know right now. Uh, those will be, names will be coming out soon, I'm assuming. But, um, yeah. We're still working with Mountain Ops. We still like their shit. So, when you decide to go buy some Mountain Ops stuff, use code VICTORY for 20% off at checkout. All right. Without further ado, welcome back for part three of the Scout re- Scout Platoon Reunion with all my buddies. All right? So thank you guys for listening. I really hope you enjoy these, and uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Peace.
Well, that's great. We're still. I'm, I'm going to finish this fucking. Story. Yeah, all right, all right. yeah. All right. That's the we best. Yeah, So now, now that we're just, so I fucked up and never hit record. <laughs> We've been talking for like ten minutes. You trying to change the subject? No, no, no. I want you to finish the story, but I, I just looked over. I'm like, that motherfucking ticker's not counting. Like, I ain't, I ain't recording. It's so. okay. Still we could have got some good B-roll there. No, because it's not There's recording. There's no B-roll. There's nothing. It's, it's, that was literally just us bullshit for a little bit there. So so that's fucking, okay. These kids, they come up. And I'm, and I'm standing there, and I'm like... Well, now you got to back they, up, though. They, like, what was, what was going on? They, they, it was homecoming. They just wanted to keep your house. Okay. Right? And, like, my Your house specifically? Care. No, no, no. My neighbor's house, which gotcha. is, like, my house is here. My neighbor's house here. Talking to Mike. I'm, I'm one over from the T-intersection, and, like... It, they literally shine their lights on the house. They drive up to the house and lights all over the house. Like if their dad or, or my buddy Josh, if he would have been like the pissed off dad to come out and like kick their ass for teeping his house, they would have been fucked. Oh, yeah. They literally, and then not only did they park at the intersection, they parked under a fucking stoplight. And then they all opened all their doors, all dressed in all black, hoodies up. And then they sneak across the road. Mind you, there is still a stoplight over the car that they just got out of that they're now sneaking directly from the road from. And it's like, what concept does that make sense? Like, I'm saying that. Well, they they clearly did not play uh, anything. What was it? In the dark? Uh, Metal Gear Solid? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid? Yeah. Or uh, Splinter Cell? Yeah. Splinter Cell? Yeah. Yeah. Where you had to like fucking sneak up, dude. Clearly, you you missed. It. You, you had to be but in then, that game. You had to be like in the shadow. You did. Dude. There was a yeah. fucking get your ass back to fucking. But, yeah, they parked right into fucking. They right. didn't play split. And, and then they walk up, and the first kid like grabs his fucking toilet paper out, and he like leans way back, and he throws this big sweet fucking throw. But the stupid ass never left a tail on the toilet paper, so it just dropped right back to the. Hell yeah. Stupid like, fuck. Obviously. What a dumb fucking guy. Teenage better. Teenage better. Like, fucking. Nick. Find yourself a place to hide. Nick. Oh, <laughs> fuck, Nick. What? Do, do do a drive-by. Like, did you guys ever do that? Like, drive, drive by the no. side of the road? No. I never conducted a drive-by. No. no. I, don't, I, don't I, live, I don't live in Flint, Michigan, dude. I was on, yeah, I lived in East Waterloo. <laughs> you just drove by the house and you fucking threw all the toilet paper you couldn't and you took off. No, we're you men. Drive by a teepee. You get shot there. <laughs> you get shot there. Like, they would all shoot back. Yeah. No, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I really, so, not, nothing like that. <laughs> I guess I yeah no I can honestly say I didn't really TP I didn't egg Just yeah didn't do that I don't know well we did it's okay. we, I didn't do drive by yeah, TP okay. like you did yeah but yeah, yeah. that's fine because you live in the country good talk yeah good talk so anyways uh, what we I guess we're gonna, I don't even what episode are we are we is this like the third episode that we're doing yep with all of us maybe yep so yeah thanks. Um, so I figured we would get into some other stuff, and we already talked about like all of our backgrounds, kind of lead up to all this stuff. But the, the really the culminating aspect of our deployment to Afghanistan was uh, the Battle of Doab, right? The Doab, yeah. Was it? Was that what? Is that what you guys would consider like the 
the, I guess pin- the culminate, culminating event of the whole fucking deployment. It was a I pretty guess. significant, like, it was a fairly significant point. Yeah, it it honestly kind of was, I guess. Now that it, we we take a peek at things and you kind of unwind. It was the things. highlight. It was the highlight. Well, not even high, it's just it's like we try to we try to unravel the whole deployment. And it was a try wild, to try to put it, it was into, a wild event. Yeah, we try to put it all into words, and it's really hard for I know I know it's hard for listeners to kind of really yes. visualize all this shit that um, happened, but like. Doab was towards the end of our deployment. Like we already have been through a whole lot of a whole shit. lot of shit leading up to this. Um, but that really was like it is the is the biggest battle that our brigade has been in since division. World War II, correct? Division. Or the division. Well, when you take a look at theater wide, I, I would probably put it up there with with assets used with with munitions and, and things expended and uh we shut down the, that day we shut life down. loss versus it was a, a very significant engagement in the entire conflict of afghanistan well that day we like shut down 20 every tenure for sure well, that day we shut down every operation in Afghanistan. That was a big deal. You know, it was a big deal. Us. We were into shit. Yeah. So I guess uh, backing up a little bit because the I guess the 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 severity of that situation it was lost on us on the ground at the time. Yeah. For sure. How did that all really start? Because I guess uh, I know like my perspective of it, but I want to know like Joe, Nick, and Franny. I got specifically like, so I had a cell phone overseas and, uh, I got a call. Lieutenant foot called me on the cell phone, get Roe Williams, Boer squad leaders up here right now. And you I'm like, all right. I'm like, what's going on? I was like, you know, the bullshit missions we had, you know, like, Hey, we're going to fly you guys up. We're going to drop a bomb bomb and everything. It's like, it's going to be one of those missions. So I was like, Got all those guys that are like, we got to get up to talk. Yeah. And they're like, eh. <laughs> Then everyone's talking. It's like, yeah. It's like, Dab's <laughs> getting Jeez. taken. You good? You good, Joe? I'm fine. Hell yeah. Okay. I'm and it bullshit. Was, and I was just like, okay, it's going to be one of these like bullshit missions, you know? Because we went out on a QRF. So you morning. you get the call from foot because you guys have fun and these fucking guys didn't kind of thing? And you're just like the guy that got like, hey, round these fucking guys up. Pretty much, that's how it started. Okay. And uh, so I was like, let's go up. And Rose, like, we're like, this is one of these bullshit missions, you know, like it's not gonna happen, you know. And like, Joab got taken over by like, what was it like 400 Taliban? We're gonna send you guys in there. And it was just like, okay, I was like, let's go, you know, and everything. Then as it progresses, it's like holy shit, it's like, this is actually going to happen, you know? So you got uh, Roe, Joe, and Wink, and all yeah. the squad leaders together, and you're getting you know, the warning order from foot? Pretty much. Went foot. up the flight line. It was like it was 0708. Yeah. And they're like, well, have your we shit be out. ready on the flight line by 10. Well, we went out We went out on a QRF mission earlier that morning. It was after the QRF mission. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I was like, okay, we're all like, this is probably not going to happen. But as it went into it, it was like, well, this could happen. Then that SF unit that was with us, that special, that Sergeant First Class, he's like, 
it's going to happen, guys. Because I remember talking to him, and I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. And I was just like, well, I was like, shit. I was like, we got to get our sniper ammo, you know, to mm-hmm. get there. <laughs> and then when the plans kept on started going, I was just like, yeah. I was like, it's happening. <laughs> no shit. So we, so you, you got, I guess you got the, the order. And then when did you disseminate the information down to your soldiers and shit? It was, uh, it was about an hour later. Less than an hour later, I think. Yeah, it was almost it was almost instantaneous because so we told the everybody. timeline from when we got the warning order to when they wanted execution was like two hours. Yeah. Okay. And they, I mean, Wink broke down some dudes to set up some tape houses to do some quick refresher on room clearing and shit like that. I run down, get my guys, and I tell them take everything that goes boom. That's all we need. Mm-hmm. Everything that goes boom. Mathis is talking to his buddy. Um, I think yeah, his name I, was I Austin at ODA, yeah. Yeah. and and Austin came up and he says, he goes, this is really happening. This is what's going on, no, and yeah. you guys really need to do this. And we were getting a little bit of different intel and then what's being presented. Major Bauer from showed the ODA, up. You're saying the yeah. ODA guys, okay. And then Major Bauer showed up. He had Falcon View and all that all that shit that we'd never had before. Before the like the most we could ever do or get was like a map recon. This is actual pictures, and they got circled LZs, and they're like, this is where you're going to land. This is what you got to do, and we're like. It's a little different than what we've done before. Okay, yeah. what kind of support? Well, you're going to go to – was it Caligusha or was it Najil to pick up Gingrich? Caligusha. Oh, Caligusha mm-hmm. to pick up Gingrich, Gingrich and then we're going to head over. Charlie Company Commander. Yep, right. and that's where we got our section of mortars. Um, mm-hmm. But Gingrich ended up coming to Najil with his guys. Oh, is that where we got him? He came – no, not Najil, Merlam. Merlam, yeah. He landed right before the birds landed. Okay. That took us. Oh, no. So we stopped there on the way back. Oh, it was. Okay. Yep. Yep. We didn't. We It was a straight flight out. Okay. Yeah, it was. That uh, was my fault. It was. Mm-hmm. It. We were. They wanted us on the ground by noon. Yes. And I think we were actually we, on the ground by like one, by 1,300 one. local. That's it, kind and of that what, is. That's what I was that is, yep. Yeah. From eight until one. Is an unbelievable time frame to get all this shit crunched in there. It's a lot of shit because, like, like you were, you were, we leading, up, have, we're we leading up to like this is if if this intel is correct, if everything that we're getting told is correct. So by this time, you brought all the all of us soldiers up to the flight line. We're all sitting there waiting, and uh, we're getting told like kind of the mission brief from our respective squad leaders. And at this time, I'm with Roe, and um, and we're getting the mission brief. And when you told me the kind of what was going on row you're like yeah same thing like you know hey bef- go back to the hooch grab everything that doesn't go boom kind of sa- same scenario you said so i went back grabbed some shit and i ended up with like a shit ton because i was a grenadier so i grabbed a fucking shit ton of grenades and came back to the flight line and we got our war our our mission our i guess our warning order for it and we we're getting ready to spin up and we're waiting and stuff but it's like when we were getting that we were getting told what the fuck is going on because Major Bauer was there. He was at the fight line too, and he's like, "Hey, you know what, motherfuckers? Like, this shit's gonna get pretty radical. And if we're gonna, if I'm gonna send you guys down there, then you know, I'm gonna be with you, so I can be the. Because I guess his point of view, he's gonna be the on the ground commander. Yeah, we're the, right. The biggest thing I believe we're just trying to figure out actions on objective. Right. Like, that was you know like. Like, why are you sending the scout? Well, the, well scout that's, that's the next tune. thing, too, is that they, we're, they we're said initially. you got one LZ, and it ended up being two. Yep. We had to work through all that. 
even and going in on the ground. And the next thing, too, is, is we're going in on two Chinooks with no Scout weapons team. It was just Chinooks. That was it. And that yeah. is a hasty thing to begin with. Yep. Okay, there's no... Going in, we have zero fire superiority because it was a long we got in from yep. the, from our LZ to our objective. From what? It was a click our, and a half. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a ways in. Yeah, right? like yep. to be able to, to to we're not necessarily landing on that X. Right. At, at, well, we at, landed at one o'clock, and the best part is during the middle of the day. Yeah, the bottom of a cereal bowl. So, what was the whole point of why were they sending a scout? Sniper platoon. They asked who was into- close enough who could get the job done, and okay. somebody said us. There's that one general in the end that when we came back. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to fucking him. So the whole point of us mm. going into the Doab, Doab got taken over by, like, they got reports, like, 400 Taliban. Right. They need somebody to get eyes on it. And basically it came down. This came down from, like, high, high levels and everything, and... Like right. This wasn't it, this wasn't was this was above bu- 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 bur- brigade. What we're talking about? Oh yeah, this is presidential. Like, yeah, because like, this is a pretty airfield got, seizure. Is all it is. What? What is supposed to? Be. Yep. It was an airfield seizure. Mm-hmm. Land, occupy, control the outside. You know, cordon. Mm-hmm. Bring in main force clear. Okay. And our brigade like was like, okay, we gotta get eyes on this. They got tasked for that, so it was like, who else to send in? Let's send the scouts and snipers in. Because the SF unit that was on the base is like you guys are like well, wow we we were doing? used as the 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 DA unit. Yep. Instead of providing the first level of security and eyes, bring in the respective SF unit to conduct that DA. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, they're just more suited for that. That's by D, by well, DA, you're, you're talking direct, direct action. action. Yes. Yeah. If we're if we're going to take over and do a direct action raid on a on a compound on on something, um, what we had just numbers wise, just was it going to be able to to, <laughs> to do that? Yeah, you can do the math. You know, so w- where we could have been used and suited as very much you insert us, we we hold a foot ground, and we give you some some real on-ground actionable intelligence, you know, you bring in your team behind and then you push forward and conduct your raid. So was the LZ that we ended up landing on, was that... Right. Hot. But was that... um, I guess was that... um, Were we supposed to land there? Yeah. That was the only place we could. Yeah, that's the only place we could. We weren't actually supposed to... There was um, there was one LZ marked. Else, right? There you was could. one LZ marked on the Falcon view, but yeah. in the end, that large LZ ended up being two small LZs yeah. that we had to fight for and then consolidate on the. Which was the border? It field. would be the eastern LZ mm-hmm. because we landed east to west. Because, like you said, the district center, Doab District Center, was actually about a click in. Yes. So when we're we're we where we're landing into a open, what we would consider an open. Field, yeah. And then it actually bottlenecked back into the district center. And after look, and then opened back did, up. Like, um, did we? Because all I got for the mission brief was, we're doing this. This is what's happening, kind of thing. We're going to go take over this district. Like, kind of mm-hmm. land in this district center. The LZ could be hot, kind of thing. But like, I guess I mean, I, there's nowhere else to go. Like after landing there and seeing what the ter- how the terrain was, like, where else could we go? What are you do? There's nowhere else to go. 
Nope. And they going, knew that too, though. That's the thing. It's either going there. up the hill or uh, go back the little. Go all back. the way back and then walk the up that bitch and get killed on the way in. Because you retreat south, they're already getting contact with the south. Because the whole point for us is the fact that it was so close. To, like that district center got taken over and is so close to Calgouche, correct? It's sixty. It, yeah. What? Sixty kilometers. Yeah. But yeah. for them to set up that from, close from Calgouche to Doab. Yep. 60 kilometers mm-hmm. north. So, like, the Taliban at that time, the stuff I've heard, is that was their point of taking over Calagouche. They wanted to take over the district center, and they're just going to work down, and they're going to take over Calagouche. Right. And so that was the plan. Get a little closer. Get a little closer, Mike. We're oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. <clears throat> but, yeah, that, that was their plan. Is the, that was their that, that was their original plan. Yeah. Started up there, and they're just going to work down. We interrupted that. Yep. So that was the whole point of us going in there. There, it came down from higher up. Like, hey, this is a fucking. It came up from way higher up. Is like you guys need to figure the situation out. Yeah, because this is in, this is in your area of operation. Yep. You need to figure it out because this is a fucking very. <laughs> this is a this is a this is a, I guess an essential point because it was a district center that was occupied by ANP. Correct. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It was a. It would have been just a basic stepping off point for the Taliban. Yep. And they wanted to prevent that yep. because they figured that once if they would got a foothold in there, there was no ground mobile forces that were ever going to get in there. And mm-hmm. if they got a foothold in there and were able to get revetments or reinforcement, then there was going to never be a Hilo assault into there because the way this place was set up just by natural barriers was pretty goddamn unbelievable. It's pretty fucking wild. Yeah. It, it, it was insane. It was probably. I tell you what, if if yeah, if the tough. Americans had gotten in there first, and we had to put three ops up on those respective mountains, we'd have owned everything for a hundred k. Yeah, it was tough, but it's a tough area, it's a tough area to operate in for sure. Do you know when the last time someone was in Doab? Oh, like it was like wise? it was like three seven years. years before that, I think, and it was like a hot minute. It was a special forces unit that went in there, and they actually tried to drive in there and got shot to shit. So you know what's funny is that uh, when I went active duty, um, I was I went artillery, but my section chief he was an artillery guy that went in with them yeah. to Doab, like way before we did. Yeah, he said, "Holy fuck!" So when I told him the story of Doab, he's like, "Fuck, dude, you guys made it all the way in there." I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, "Holy shit, we get because they tried coming up." On the ground, yeah, they tried you, coming yeah. up through the ground. And they didn't. They didn't get. In, they didn't air assault into Doab. They fucking you came from drive. the mouth. Right? If, our, if where our collot was that we ended up being in, and then there was that radio tower up there. Mm-hmm. If you watched it, there was a road that went at the, yep. like the base of that radio tower, and it just kept going to the southeast. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's the road that I was told they tried to come in on, and that's the road that they basically mm-hmm. got blown off of. Yeah. He said he didn't make it. They didn't make it too far in there, honestly. So that's like that's how hard it is to really get into that area. And when we were tasked to go in there, it's kind of like well. And then we came in. It was like a it was a rush operation, which we flew in at fucking in the broad daylight. And I absolutely don't. Ex- I don't think they expected us to do a helo assault in there because they had that road covered, but they didn't have shit covering either one of those LZs. They were waiting for people to drive in. Uh, yeah, I dis- I disagree with you there. They had I disagree too. They had like they had their fucking uh, 
like they had mortars and shit set up on those. Oh, I know that for sure. Like, I know you know. No, that. no, no, no. I mean, I mean, I think that was an ancillary target. Oh, okay. They're waiting for people to drive in for that. Because me and Roe, we were on the first bird. We're the last two people out of the first bird. We drove. We flew over the city. We did like we seen the train. I remember the still same look me and you gave each other, Roe. And we're like, oh, this is bad. We gave like a knuckle punch. We landed. We jumped off the bird. We're the last two people off the bird. RPG hit. And I was like, yep, game on. I was like, they were, then they started uh, working in mortars and everything. I was like, you guys are bracketing. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, this is the first time I've been bracketed by mortars. Yeah. I was like, they're waiting for this LZ site because it was the only spot yeah. we could land. But but really but short yeah but shortly after we fucking landed there okay so because I I remember jumping off the bird I you know I know I've heard multiple people talk about like the RPG hitting but I was I was towards the I guess the rear of the bird and I don't remember necessarily an RPG blasting I was I, right over top of us I, I yeah I'm not <laughs> I believe it but what I'm saying is like when we landed in this center in the fucking uh, the goddamn no, hatch started coming down, and we were ready to rip. That's when it hit, right? Like right when we were fucking hovering, jumping off. Is what you're no, saying? No, no. Me and Roe were the last two people off. We're on the first bird. I was, I was on the same bird you guys were on. Yeah, yeah. We just got off, and like we're kind of like getting our like surroundings, and the RPG hit. Right. Okay. So that's what I'm it getting. Was at. The air, it was the air burst. Okay. It but, hit but the there was two of but them. we weren't in the bird. No, 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 we were okay, on the okay, ground. Okay. We were on the ground. I misunderstood. Because that's, that's kind of what I remember, too. Because I remember jumping off the bird and the bird fucking taking off and, like, starting to take air. And we're, like, you know, it's just dust, right? Yeah. So we're on the LZ and it's just fucking dust. And trying to get our bearings a little bit. I remember seeing a rock over there. And I remember Ro and I jumped over. And we were behind this rock, like, where we're at. The birds are still taking off. We're trying to, t- like, kind of understand what the fuck is going on and i remember looking over and right I mean, when the dust started yeah, kind of started that's to settle interesting thing like you got takeoff you got dust off from the bird yep right like you can't necessarily hear and see impacts no. from rounds nope you know what i mean like shit's ripping but you know how dusty that bitch was. My perspective Just, was it, 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 yeah. was, it was dust and it was loudy, louder than fuck. Is a Chinook taking off, which is a fucking yep. twin pro, twin prop also helicopter. Also, that thing lifts just lifts, enough, and all of a sudden you're in the middle of like, oh, uh, yeah. But, but I remember I, right? I, take the paint off something like yeah. yeah. But I remember behind being behind this rock and looking at Roe and be like, hey, dude, there's fuck, hey, there's guys over there. And Ro, I remember Roe saying like, hey, we were told everyone's an enemy here. And I didn't. Was, I didn't, at the time I didn't really realize that there was fucking our like is already ripping. And I seen a dude and I fucking sh- took a shot, and I fucking shot this dude. And I don't know if he dropped or if he just got behind cover or what because he's like, "Hey, we're fucking lighting these dudes up." I remember shooting my. This is the only time in the whole fucking deployment that my um, yep. M4 jammed and I had a malfunction. I'm like fuck, so I'm ripping and roaring, and all of a sudden I look over and there's fucking explosions like right next to us. Like God damn. Because I was with, because uh, I found Williams, my guy, Williams, my machine gunner. I was like, found Boer. Oh, Willie Bear. Oh, yeah. And I was like, hey, I'm like, dude, I got Williams. I was like, I don't know where Henshaw's at. But I'm like, he's an E5. I was like, he can take care of himself. I was like, we got, like, I want to say, like, I had, like, Northwest security. I'm going Northwest because that's where I was going. I was like, you take, I'm like, whatever you got. 
and we were like ducking behind rocks and I was like pushing him behind. Then I was like, it was towards the town. North was be North was the district center, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So straight North is the district center. South of the LZ or we landed South. You of guys are South. Doab. Yeah. 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 All of us. Did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We were all south of Doab. You guys were a little bit south of us, correct? By southeast. Southeast. Second, southeast. The district center Charles. was towards the northwest. I want to okay. say. Second Bird landed even south of our position. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I want to say. And I was on Second Bird. Correct. So you landed yeah. south of our yep. position. I want to say I was right by the river. So you were, you were probably to the right of me. But Correct. remember that hill, those people just, it was like a mound of people that just came over. From like the Northwest area? From the district center. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I was like, take them all down. And I was just like, I'm like, they're coming over for a reason, you know? Kill them all. But to our east. And on the, yeah, that yeah. hillside. And there was still, be, it didn't matter which way. No, like really I hid like Williams from a rock. I was like, Williams, I'm like, get here behind this. And he's like, you got to get behind. I was like, just get behind there. You know, and I, it was just like it crazy. was just like this. I remember that that rock outcropping, yeah. That we were all huddled around, dude. There, no, I ran away from that. You know, like that's where all the the big rock, yeah, down there. The big rock is the big rock outcropping. Yeah. So there's there's a good amount of dudes in there. Usually, you know, like five or six guys, right? Kind of mm-hmm. fucking hip to hip, shoulder to shoulder, like, and you'd watch this like like a school of fish. In unison, just rotate and move around this rock. And this is where they're getting shot. Yeah, from. like you just watch this whole thing. They just maneuver around this rock and find a place to, to shoot and fight. So I took, I took my guys, and I'm like, me and Williams, we went. I'm like, we're like in the riverbank and everything, just shooting and everything. And I was like, you shoot here, you shoot there. And I was like, okay, I'm like, fuck, movie here, you know. And I was like, we're getting, then they started bringing the mortars in. Well, I got splashed by fucking water. I'll tell you what, that, 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 yeah. mortar, crew, that like, mortar crew was critical. I was like, because they were bracketing They, they made us. some, that mortar crew they, that we they had were, that were attached to us made some critical impact. Oh, yeah, for sure. They did. Northwest. So they're up as we landed. I could see them just over a rock. Hey, talk to your mic. I could see them just over the rock, and I started shooting I had, I had the mark 48 and i started just fucking they were up and to the left i don't know if it was the mortar team or if it was a mortar team what i do know is is there were dudes that were up there that were lobbing fucking rounds and i just remember coming out and i was like i can't fucking i can't get a good angle on them like and i'm i'm, I'm running around and all of a sudden it was just like all i want to do is attack this position and I couldn't because the elevation, like I couldn't, I couldn't like do anything. And I, and like I was hip firing the Mark 48, I was slinging rounds up there. I was like, I just got to get these guys fucking shut down. They're just, they're right there coming as we got off the LZ and everything was coming down. We we're fucking walking out, carrying water, you know, and it was just like all, all the fucking water just got tossed and it was laying all over the LZ. And it was just like, we just, I just kept giving it and. It was like, get the fuck down. I was like, I, I cannot get. I was like, I need, the only way I can fucking shoot at these guys is hey. to stand in the middle of the LZ and, like, lob rounds at them. I can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could be a better, better marksman, but. No, we were in a 
deficit to start. He did a good job. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, Hell yeah, brother. That's what I'm talking about. But so, like, because when Jesus Christ, oh my God, brother, oh, yeah. love right there. Good. It's That's right. what I'm talking about. It's all right. That's what I'm talking about. It's good for it. But so when when like the first talk landed and stuff, because uh, I guess we were because when did so Joe? Yeah. When did you guys land? It was it was pretty much a simultaneous insertion. That's right. That's right I can see. Okay. Because by rise and somebody got off of my bird. I had the A and A with me. So we're with Gingrich. Byrise was with you guys, and yep. LT Foot was with us. Correct. Yep. yep. Byrise with me. Uh, Gingrich and Bauer were on my bird, along with the A and A. Yep. When we hit our ass end, was facing towards the southeast. Everybody exfilled the A and A, and what I would call command element Bauer and Gingrich. They went towards a large rock, similar to what happened on your LZ. Yeah. They went towards this large rock and started hanging out. I set my guys up on a perimeter by the river because there was large boulders by the river. And then they're covering towards the south and out and towards the radio tower to our um, south. It'd be more, no, it'd be more towards the east. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're engaging targets. I mean, they're doing good jobs. And uh, then it comes across the net. Uh, actually, sorry, it doesn't come across the net. Gingrich or Bowers is yelling across, we don't have your freaks. We can't talk to you. So now I got to get Jung, who. Thankfully, brought the fucking what is it, the embitter plugger? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, embitter. Because he's the radio. What was the name of the thing that filled the embitter? Oh, the yeah, I got black keys. You know what? I, Satellite thing. Right? I had. Yeah. He had a, But Jung, had the, Jung was fucking. Know, he had, he had the fill yes. key with him. He had to go over there, refilled and refilled and refilled. because Jung was like the platoon fucking radio guy. Come on, he knew his shit. He went over there, chose a, channel, chose a channel for them, filled them with their freaks, mm-hmm. and now they yep. can talk with us. So at that point, that's when they tried to consolidate everybody that was on, I would call it the the uh, Northwest LZ, tried to get them consolidated back on the Southwest LZ. Which would be us, right? Yes, which You're would saying? be, yeah, you guys I was like, tried to get you back. Out. Because we were, we were, our two LZs were basically, if you could think of like two giant circles mm-hmm. separated by a wall of fucking rocks. Yep. And then there was a path that went between them like an alley. And that's what you guys had. That's what the Northwest LZ had to negotiate through. And at the same time, like Franny's saying, now mortars are coming in. Mm-hmm. And mortars are trying to close that hole off. Like the last thing blast. I saw, the last thing I saw going towards the Northwest was Byrise and somebody else. And then they just Day. disappeared. Was it Day? Doc Day? So Byrise took. Doc Day up to RLZ because he landed with you guys. And yep. It's just like, I'm getting you fuckers out of here. Yeah. When he, as soon as he goes through that, that choke point, boom, they disappeared in a cloud of dust. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck, they're fucking dead. They're dead. Ruined. And then uh, in the meantime, we're trying to hold our own on that Southwest LZ, uh, Southeast LZ, sorry. Jung is filling fucking radios. He gets that all done. There's, there's the, dudes coming in from the south as well. They were coming from all around. Yeah, the only thing that was stop us. the only thing that was stopping them from overwhelming us from the south side of that my LZ was the fact there's a river there. That's a in, when we say river, it was a big, it was a raging, raging fucking river. That motherfucker was raging like white water rapid Dude, raging. Right, it had white caps just it did. blowing. You it and fucking, as a matter you know of fact, I mean? it was it was so cold that if you got Within ten feet of it, it created its own breeze. You could mm-hmm. feel it. And I thought, I thought yeah. this is yeah. this is pretty apocalyptic. That my face is cold over here, but my ass is on fire from back here. 
I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. And it just, it was like one of those quick realizations. And I'm like, oh, time to go back to work. Yeah. But no, that then, bitch was rolling. But then uh, they called everybody back from the, the Northwest LZ. And as they come back and they consolidated, then all the O's got together around this big rock. The A&A were pretty much fucking useless because all our Terps went to the Northwest LZ had no way to communicate with them and not that communicating with them would have helped anyway because right. they're not fighters. Yeah, they're the, they're in it. They're there. Yeah. But they're not really fighting. No. They're just there to put a presence out. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, it was never good. It no. was never good with them. Haziz was the no. only good one and they took him away. Yeah, exactly. Like well before Noah. And that's that's pretty sad that you can you can pick out one dude out of oh, that coy. whole koi. It's cuz Haziz was ran by fucking hate you yeah. know what i mean yeah. like he was fueled by fucking hatred of the taliban shit yeah like what the fuck is going on right now i don't know he's counting pennies but then once they once everybody consolidated on that uh the southeast lz that's yeah. when the major decided that we're going to move up this this little it was a cliff it was Pretty big fucking hill, probably about 50, 60 meters almost straight up to, the to a collot. Yeah, to okay. that collot. And then the collot ended up being about 50 meters wide, probably about 150 meters long. Mm-hmm. Various houses and outcroppings within there. And they, it provided a lot of good good area for security mm-hmm. and gave us at least some form of a perimeter yep. rather than a big goddamn circle. Yep. It was the only... It was the only security we had. And it was the only thing that we could friggin' see. The only other place there was would have been to go would have been that cell tower with the building underneath that. But that would have been another hour and a half trying to get to that son of a bitch. And they're shooting from there. So it would have been a fight up to it. This is the only place that they were not fighting from. Mm -hmm. Whether it be good or bad, we decided that was the place to be. So we moved up there and our mortars, they, our mortars, they fired, oh, maybe half a dozen rounds down on the LZ. And they suppressed a little bit of shit. I don't know exactly what they were suppressing, but when they started going with the the half dozen rounds that they let off, there was a little bit of a lull mm-hmm. because that gave us, I don't know, probably close to an hour to move up this collot when we were under a lot less fire. Not, I mean, not that, that it wasn't is, happening, that but it was still air there. support. Air yeah, support. the 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 JTAC that was with us, they brought in F-15s, and that really mm-hmm. helped. And then uh, they brought in fucking Cobras too. I mean, not Cobras, but... Uh, Kiowas and Apaches. Yeah, Apaches. Apaches. And that well, that no, right Apaches. there, those Apaches were coming in, and they were hovering and firing. Yeah. Hovering and firing. Yeah. We had but every, that's an armored bathtub, too, so they, they were pretty safe. <laughs> we had every airframe in Afghanistan that yeah. day. <laughs> well, because when, when an order like that comes down from so high up, it's like they know. Like, hey, when shit hits the fan, we got to make sure we can spin, shit, spin some shit up in time to fucking... At least do something, right? I mean, at least from my perspective, it's like they were. We don't want to. They don't want to send us out there just to fucking die. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure they had. I'm. I'm thinking they had an actual fire supporting plan. What's going on there? Nothing. But then I think their fire supporting plan actually increased once we got on the ground. You know, they they may have had A and B, but then when we get on the ground and gave them actual sit rep, then we got C and D. Added mm-hmm. right on top of all that. I mean, everybody's seen that. You know, F-15s flying in. We had F-18s coming from the Navy and the Marine Corps, okay? They were coming in there, too. We bingoed. So, I got I got it written down. I actually have the actual printout. We bingoed, like, three wings of F-15s. That's yeah. emptying everything they had. Gone. There, there, 
we had all the air support in Afghanistan that day, right? Three AC 130s, and, and there was two orbiting overhead at all yeah. times. And the other one was coming off one station, of those. one going on the station. And it yeah. was like, Whoa. They yeah, had that, that Air that, Force that, comm shit going yeah, overhead. But, but, but we didn't get the AC 130s until nightfall. It was yeah. getting closer to dark. Yeah. It was getting closer to dark. Cause by, by the time o- we landed. O- we only got the AC 130s when ODA. Because the ODA got yep. there. Yep. So, like, so, let's, let's back they, it up. Let's they didn't back. have our freaks either. Yeah, but let, let's, let's, let's back it up a little bit. And so we got lit up by their cockhead. Yeah. Cockhead. So, yeah. Let's, that, let's, that, hey, that, hey. that was a little blue and blue there. So, All right, let's, let's back it up a little bit. Let's go back to, we're on the LZ. We're fucking, we collapsed down on the clot and stuff. And uh, when we're up there and we're fighting off, we're, we, at, as to my knowledge, we only had, you know, Kiowa and Apache and fixed wing assets at a time yeah during the daytime yeah until nightfall came and then that's when the oda um team came in correct right okay correct so we did get a resupply in the middle of that though correct and that, and was, that was also uh, another prior, prior to the oda rpg they got yes. shot out so, so we did have a resupply uh two blackhawks came in and dropped some speed balls and they were engaged um quite heavily uh, yeah. uh upon delivery um, after that, they spun out. I think they they damn near had to land at Calagouche. No, they landed one, at Metalom. One of them crashed just outside of Metalom, and one made it to Metalom yeah. onto the LZ. So, oh, shit. They they yeah. were they were heavily damaged. Yeah, doing that. So uh, ODA lands. Um, they didn't even get we, all the ODA. It was yeah. only one it was only ODA. one bird that yeah. actually made it to the ground. Yeah, and most of them had yep. Afghan. Yep, that was Afghan most, commandos. Most of commandos. Yeah. Afghan commandos. Everybody's getting engaged from everywhere. Right? Well, because by by this time we were still very much surrounded, and I know yes. when we when when all this shit happened, and we were you know we were on the LZ fought for how long were we on the LZ just on the LZ for. For an hour. At, at least, least, right? Yeah, at least. And then it, it took an us hour. probably another 40 minutes to get to that clock. So. Yeah. So we were on we we're on ground fighting for about an hour. And we, we did get some help because we got a Kiowa support first. Yeah. They flew in. Yep. I remember that shit was like, it, dude, it was like. That was godsend right there. It, it was like the fuck. You remember that uh, scene? You remember that scene? You remember the scene in We Were Soldiers when they were storming that hill? Yeah. They crest that hill and there's just a bunch of fucking. Vietnamese just draining down, like, ready, like, we're going to fucking slaughter this whole battalion. And then the fucking gunships came up over the head. That's kind of like what I felt like the Kiowas came over the fucking they came uh, over mountainside. Yep, and they came down, and there's fucking just right when they crested that mountainside. And fucking started wrecking shit. Like, oh, fuck yeah. Have you guys watched the movie Outpost? No. No. I don't need to watch movies about what I did. Well, so it's. The unit that we replaced and Cap Keating yep. is Red Red Platoon is the name of the book on it. Um, Holy shit. All right. Time out. Oh, time out. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA... We make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Like chaos right now. Yeah. So organized. We had to take a little intermission. 
fucking do some deeds is all. Um, so we were at the point where we were fighting off on the LZs um, in Doab, and we just collapsed down on the clock, right? Or, well, we collapsed I, down you, you on the southeast LZ, and then we, we got a after we consolidated, yeah, we consolidated there, got in a small firefight, and then moved up the mountain hill, whatever the hell you want to call it. I'd call it a mountain. It was a mountain. It was probably about yeah. 70 meters almost it, straight up. Yeah, it wasn't like the, we didn't have to ascend the entire mountain no. side, but it was the fact that it was, it was a decent ways up the mountain just, to get to Just this between area. the LZ and the road was like. I mean, you're, you're bring the bitch down into your face. Your your elevation difference had to have been twenty thirty meters. Like it it was, by no means it was a hard climb, but it it was still steep enough. It was, and it was just like straight up. Yeah. yeah, we were just crawling up there, and by the time I got up on top of the road, I was like, it was a giant pain but, in the ass. Yeah, mm-hmm. to keep your gear, to keep dispersion, Dude, and you're, keep you're, moving you're going and fighting. Yeah, the whole yeah. while. In about the first 45 seconds. And then people started. We had to cross a small (laughs) road. Yeah, dude. Yes. We had to cross cross a small road and go up another hill to get to the clock. Yep. Yep. Everybody was collecting on that road because everybody was like, man, I'm fucking hurt. I don't want to get (gasps) up there. Fucking God. Fucking move. It was fucking. It was 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 brutal. We ended up up leaving the A&A on the road. We're like, no, we're moving through. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was a hump. It was a hump up there. It wasn't. Yeah, right. It wasn't super far out there, but it's like you have all your gear and the fact that we we're also getting, you know, shot, shot at. at. <laughs> it kind of fucking, you know, it's one of those things where like, man, fuck. Either you fall out because you're tired or you get shot or something. Or so you just like, die. Or you just die. Yeah, if just... they knew if they knew what our intentions were and they would have consolidated fires on us moving up there, that would have been it. Because we had nothing mm-hmm. we had no place to hide. We yeah. were a single line of men going up yep. the side of a mountain. The only saving grace we really had is the fact that we did have air support. Yep. And the fact that we um obviously had comms too. That was comms, huge. Yeah. But it's just comms like, are spotty though. I don't comms think there's a spotty though. Comms to somebody else was spotty, but within the platoon it was pretty solid. But I we, could hear everybody's traffic. It was what? comms to upper, though. Yeah. That was spotty. Well, we had that one. What was that bird in the air that we had that was way up there? That was the, the, the fucking AWACS. relay point? It was, it, no, it's AWACS. not an AWACS. It's 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 an Air Force comm asset, but it's not an AWACS. It's something else. AWACS type. <laughs> AWACS type. But There's an Air Force plane that continues comms that has nerds in it that made it yeah yeah. they were doing they were doing something sciencey retrans yeah Yeah. is the middle (laughs) man they they cannot shoot a gun um but but by god we can i love them fucking i need communication to go from one point to the other so we need each other i love them i love the air force we'd be dead as fuck without the air force well wasn't the whole point of having major bauer on the ground is the fact so he could be (laughs) he could be the the jtac that was there controlling all the aerial assets, and then Gingrich was going to disseminate anything that had to do with the indirect fires of the 60s that we had with us. Okay. Yep. So, <laughs> what? So why were they there? Why was who there? Gingrich and... Bowers was the liaison like with the JTAC. Bowers, so. Yeah. Okay, he was the liaison like with JTAC. JTAC's controlling all the, so, the rotary wing and the fixed wing shit flying. So in there. order to drop a like, 500-pound JDAM, you needed battalion... Sign off on a okay. bomb of that size, correct? Yeah, and yeah. especially and Major close. Bauer, they were coming in two fifty. Oh yeah, on and, 
Exactly. And that was the whole point of having Major Bauer on the ground is that he could he could be the on the ground commander given an immediate approval of bombs being dropped in certain areas rather than radioing back to a talk that was not even even close to the um, danger that we were in. So he was the on the ground commander saying, yes, drop that fucking bomb. Correct. Yeah. JTAC. JTAC was was actually gave. I'm pretty sure he gave the permission to do the danger close bomb. That had to come. No, it didn't come from that guy. It came from Bauer. I'm had pretty to, sure Delaney. He's What's the one that, that had to. Uh, he's the one that had to authorize it. Delaney, Delaney told us it's danger close, but he has to yeah. get approval to drop that. Because what's okay? So danger close. What is that? It depends on the type of ordinance. Right. With a 500 pounder, it's. It I, I believe it's pounder. It was a thousand pounder they dropped on us. I don't give a shit yeah. what size Whatever. it was. It was 250 meters on whatever what, they were dropping was danger close, and what, it was closer than 250 meters. What was considered danger close? 250? 250. 250, okay. Well, no, like 500 meters is considered dangerous. That's why well, it, For it, a it, lot it depends, of that ordinance. On, yeah, the, the, the ordinance. The allowable, I mean, yes. you, you know, I mean, there's... there's Because to be considered close, what's danger close is... If it could, because there's there's a an allowable amount of when they let that shit go, we were skin and teeth, dude. I I remember there was a time when the JTAC but, was looking at us like we're about to drop this fucking bomb no, over there, and he's like, hey, plug your ears, open your mouth, because if you don't open your mouth, then it could no, fuck you're here to get plug your nose, fuck you, and up. open your mouth, and that's no, why dude, he did we, not we, say plug your ears. He said plug your nose, so like, and I vividly remember that because I didn't you don't want to plug your ears. He said, plug your nose and open your mouth. Well, I plugged my ears and opened my mouth. I didn't plug my nose. I didn't have to plug nothing. Everything got real tight real fast. I just remember opening, make sure you open your mouth. But they were dropping these fucking big-ass bombs at very, this, very, at very, this very, point, very close. In, it was, in the engagement, I, it was warranted was like to where they were through dropping. when we were at yeah. the we, we would, if, if he wouldn't have dropped those bombs the way that he dropped those bombs, there's no question in my mind we would be overrun. They were coming. Or, up. like... We we were just simply outnumbered, and like as fucking badass and as confident as we are, and as many bullets as we had, like I I, I will shoot the fuck out of every one of them. <laughs> I swear to God, and I will do everything. But common sense does not make us win without the Air Force in that. I, sure. Obviously, and so I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to discredit anything. No, from them. I also sure as hell don't want to discredit anything from us. But like, no, no one's discredited nothing, dude. This is an all-out fucking fact. Okay, so the fact of the matter is that we were told intel that there was four hundred plus Taliban that took over this disc center. They sent thirty uh, a platoon of thirty something odd dudes with some ANA assets with to to retake it. What is that? It's over ten to one. One hundred percent. We there's when no way there's my, no way any of us make it make it out of there without your assets. My criteria engagement is at least three guns to one. Yeah, if I don't have three guns to your one, I'm not engaging you. Yeah. What? So that's the that's the thing. Without air assets, we are absolutely completely fucked. There's no like, mathematically. What? There's just no way we mathematically. There's really no way we should have made it out of there even with air air assets. And how no one got injured. Dude. And how do we? Because Chatty was there too, right? Yep. Chatfield was. He got because sh- he's the kind of a, a magnet to dude. Every, um, everybody bullets. had bullet holes riddled through their shit. 
That's and that's the one. Whether thing. it was a bag, whether it was your yeah fucking kit, whether it was your blouse, whatever. Do you, so round smacking in front of you, around hey, smacking all around. Hey, we so we are chewed up to the point where teeth didn't touch us. So yeah. Boer, and I don't get that. So Boer no. told me and Shin to push out. It was like I need eyes on the town. He's like I need snipers on the town. So me and him pushed out. Me and Shin pushed out a little bit too far. Got away from you guys. We had some A and A. I was like, "Hey, I need my machine gunner with me." He's like, "No, keeping them here with my compound, we'll be able to cover you guys." We pushed out a little bit too far, and he, I was like, "You told me to keep eyes on the town," and yeah, we kept eyes on the town, and yeah, we shot a couple guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, so when I called in, I was like, "Hey, I'm like, we got a." You know, the rope guys going over and everything. Mm-hmm. And that's when... The rope guys? Yeah. Explain that. What do you mean? Zip what? Line. Zip, zip line. line. It was a zip line. I was like, I have to call it a zip line. They're just like... It was like a line, like a steel, bridge going steel over. Steel cable. Yeah. Steel cable going over the water and everything. It's like, got to explain that. I was like, I got to call a zip line in. I was like, this will be fun. It's just fun. <laughs> but at that point, I hear like... Hey man, we got dudes on a zipline. I was like, "Mother, what? What the fuck?" Yeah, I got him. Motherfuckers on ziplines. It was wild. What are you? What? It was wild. Yeah. So then that was that was their way to move from point A to point B. Yeah. So just you know, steel cable. You know, hundred percent. Just shimmy gosh. So we got those. So me and Shen got those guys and everything. Then like soon after we got those guys, we got. We had to get hunkered down because it was sniper on sniper. Because mm-hmm. this sniper was dialed in on us. And I was just like, oh, my fucking God. I remember he about shot Nugget in the ass cheek when he's laying on the roof. I remember watching the round splash like across the thing. where The sniper, run, not run. me. No, the, the, the enemy sniper. The enemy sniper about shot Nugget right in the ass cheek. And he literally, like, somebody yelled at him or something. And I remember turning around. And I watched the whole thing go down, and Nugget rolled over, and he got his ass up and started scooching off the top of this roof. And then, like, I mean, this all happens in seconds, and this round splashed, like, right where he was laying. So me and Shin were sitting behind this after we got these two other guys. We're pinned down by the sniper. I never, like... It was the moment in my life where it was like there's rounds like there's grass behind us like the rounds were just like zinging behind us. I was like, oh my, like, he guess is dialed in. I was like Shin, I was like, let's do one stupid fucking thing. I was like, I'll take a gun. I was like, I'm gonna stand up. I was like, sniper on sniper. I was like, I'm up. He sees me. I'm down. I was like, draw fire. I was like, I'm drawing fire. Then Shin did the same thing. He's like, taking the gun from you. He goes, I'm up. I'm see you. We ended up getting the sniper eventually with Air Force, like with the Air Force and everything. But that was like at that time in my life, I was like, "Yep, I'm like I'm done." <laughs> he was he was to the northeast, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, northeast on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where they were all was... where they were kind of all pouring in from. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's where the vast majority of the fighters were pouring in from was the northeast but we're shooting but then, we were shooting at this guy and the sniper was just zinging rounds like right behind our feet and everything and, and that was like the one point in my life i was just like yep i was like i gotta make good with everything like god good you know i was like i gotta make good with everything yeah 
was like, holy fuck. <laughs> so we're not making it out of here. Oh, I didn't think I was. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like, okay, I'm like, we're moving, you know, and everything. I was like, Shin, I was like, I have a bad ankle. I was like, you go ahead of me. I was like, I'm taking, I'm like, I'm taking the trail and everything. I was like, if they miss you, they're going to hit me. Cause I was like, my ankle is still sprained at that time. Yeah. From me and William's mission. <laughs> Silver snake. <laughs> yeah. That? Yeah. It's broken. Yeah. Uh, but you're still fighting. Yeah. I was still going. <laughs> yeah. So that that's the whole thing with, because uh, from my perspective, what I was at, like from the LZ, I was just fucking engaging targets. Like I didn't, I didn't get in any little mini battles, like fucking sniper on sniper shit or any like zipline, any crazy shit like that. But it's like from my perspective, it's like all I saw was dudes pouring in from the northeast over top of the fucking mountainside. Coming raining down on us, I'm like, holy fuck! I'm like, I'm a grenadier. Was... I got all I got to do is I just need I need to keep laying the fucking dick down and basically so, be a mini mortar team of myself and fucking. So we could see the mortar poofs every time we they'd fire off. We'd see the poofs and we're like, okay, that's my target. Like I'd start engaging them and I tried bringing in the mortar team on top of these other mortar other enemy mortar teams, right? So when we landed at the LZ, I Northwest, I think it was Northwest Security, and I seen the guys piling over, but those mortar poofs, I felt the mortars in the river because they would splash yeah. at us. I just seen the guys piling over, and I don't know, I told Williams, I'm like, start shooting at all those guys, and I start shooting at all those guys, and I was like, okay. Then there's like way less guys. Like I don't know who we all got. You know what I mean, dude? Is is hard to really because um, I know narrow Ro, down. Ro was on the same security. He was just over to the right of me. I was like, it was just that one hill that came over those guys that came over. So we had a similar thing on the southeast side of everything, and just once once I actually got set, and I remember Leo Pins. I was like. I think they're going to come from this way, like from law to us getting up into the animal pens. And I don't think we talked about that. It's like just, just that little climb up to the road and then the road back. And then we climbed into the fucking animal pens that were all rocking. No, this is you know? on the LZ. It was just like reactions. Like all these guys, I just remember the guys coming over that hill. That's, so that's where I'm at. I, I was in a different point of the story of what you were there. I remember once we got up to that clot, there was a little bit of lull, right? It was yep. getting a little bit of dusk. We were all kind of taking a break, smoking and joking, getting some water, what we had. Get some licky chewies if you can, whatever you had in your pockets, right? And here comes this fucking big old snake. <laughs> okay. Are, are, are we going to the snake story now? Yeah. Okay. This big old goddamn fuck. I don't know. This is the biggest goddamn snake I ever seen in okay. my life. But, yeah. So we were in. Yeah. yeah. So we. Okay. So let's, let's, <laughs> so we're, we're off the LZ. We're in the fucking. Yeah, we we make up, up, up the animal yeah. pens. We're in there hanging out and fucking. This is after the ODA got there. 
No, this is right or this right before. Right before. Right before. Right before. Okay. Is, Lieutenant's no, giving us a brief on that. Yep, we don't and have yeah, don't right. have nods on quite yeah. yet. Like, yeah, it's, it's we're dust. getting shit prepped. Like it, he's it's crouched, He's crouched low against uh, the north facing wall. Yep. Yeah. He's down there, and he he keeps doing this shit. Like, <laughs> like, this Dude, is I a weird time it. to have a seizure. I can sir. fucking see. Dude, this is this and is, is, he just keeps swiping it. This is LT foot. Yeah. So this is a significant. Um, event in my life, <laughs> yeah, is the fact that I was because I was right next to LT Foot during this whole time, and we're sitting there hanging out. And I remember LT Foot like kind of spazzing out or whatever else, and he gets up and walks, gets up and out of the area. I'm sitting, I'm sitting down, I'm fucking dead tired, like I'm dead, right? I mean, we've been, and I remember, it. we've I remember, been at it for a minute. I've been at it for a minute, and I remember looking up and seeing fucking Joe Williams standing right across from me. He's like, Johnny. You gotta get up. I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, you gotta get up. You don't don't move too fast. But you gotta get up. I'm like, okay. So I I get up. And I move move towards Joe and I spin around and there's a fucking pit viper, dude. Huge. Like a fucking pit viper. <laughs> no, dude. Slaloming, slaloming through the fucking Huge. crevices yes. of this bitch right <laughs> above my fucking head. And I remember I remember LT foot fucking spazzing out and being like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like squatting shit. I'm like, "What the fuck?" I'm too tired. Like I'm just like, "There's no fighting going on right now. There's no reason for me to move my fucking ass from the seat." And then Joe's like, "Come towards me." Huge. I'm like, "All right." <laughs> and then I remember him pull out his fucking K bar, his Marine Corps fucking razor sharp K bar. He's like, "Fucking whack!" <laughs> and you fucking slay this dragon that's trying to kill us all. <laughs> like amidst all this fighting, and we're like, "Hell yeah, dude, we're gonna fucking make it out of here, no problem." And I, we almost get our fucking asses bit off by this fucking pit viper. That dude. would have, that would have been the worst. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got we got all these rounds going around, and we lost two dudes from a fucking snake. Mm-hmm. Dude, it was big around as a beer can. I shit you It was you huge, out. dude. It was fucking huge. That's a big motherfucking snake. Yeah. So I, I did not see the snake. Dude, oh, it was... Yeah, this bad. was a pivotal point in my entire fucking life. Of 30, 32 <laughs> years in this life, I remember this fucking dude. snake. I've, I've told this story multiple I, times. So this I know is, the story. This is a highlight of my life where I'm like, holy fuck. And I just think about it all the time. I'm like, no. imagine if I got bit. By a fucking pit viper in Doab, and they're like, Specialist Johnson was a great soldier, American hero. <laughs> fucking take him back, take him back in the flag drape coffin and, and all this other shit. And it's like, you know, fucking 21 gun salute. But I got fucking bit by a snake. Died of natural causes. Yep. In during, <laughs> no, dude. Yep. during the largest battle of the Red Bull since World War II. Yep. Yeah. And I fucking died due to a pit viper snake. By a snake. Yeah. Yep. But Joe with his fucking razor sharp Marine Corps fucking this is the only no. one of the one of the big times of my life where I'm like, mm-hmm. thank God for the Marines and their weird ass <laughs> fucking their weird ass like uh I don't shit. know like, shit. The, Your I'm, weird ass shit. You a knife are, is not weird, bro. Well it's like you have all these little emblems and shit and you're like, I'm carrying this gay bar on every mission. And, and it I never understood it. Handy. I never understood it. You sharpened it all the fucking time. I'm like, I don't get it, but God bless you, you know? <laughs> I got my CRKT Dude. fucking knife in my well, pocket. That's the thing. Like, the fine. army doesn't, you know, I don't, I, I carried a lot of knives that meant a lot to me, but I don't have a, a thing that okay, meant Mar. that much. No. And then he fucking slayed the dragon. Yep. The slaloming dragon that was about to try to kill us all one by one. I don't one. got that. Dude. Do you remember I've, what I've, we're I've talking known, about, Joe? I've, yeah. I, I've known your parents, Jacob. I've known your parents since <laughs> I was like eight. Yes. And 
Like, I just picture this in my head, and I'm like, well, Jake fought hard. He, I mean, he's a fuck great soldier, but he, 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 got, he, got, he got killed in the Battle of Doab. Yeah. I'm like, God. You know, Would he, he got, shot? got shot? If he'd have no. just been a little bit more no, aware. No, he actually got yeah. bit by a snake in the midst of all the bullets. The thing that sucks. He sat down to drink some water and the snake killed him. Yeah, the, the thing that would really suck about the whole thing is like, it's like, you know, the, Me the way I. Me parents said, I don't want to. Yeah. I'm glad like, I didn't have to. I imagine my death a lot in Afghanistan. I'm like, mm. man, if I'm going to go down, I want to go down like fucking, you know, like just getting it. Just yeah. thugging it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, just tearing it up on the mountainside, fucking, like, saving my brothers. Like, go on, brothers. I got you. Got, 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 got. Yeah. And getting tore up. In the, the masculine park. dream. Yeah. Like, yeah. hell yeah. I, Stay I, behind. I, let's go. Hey, you go. I'll hold the fucking line. Yeah. Yep. I got you, brothers. Yep. Keep going. Fuck but yeah. I never, I never imagined once in those times of imagining my own death i never imagined like sitting there and getting bit get bit getting bit in the neck by a fucking pit viper and be like oh shit and then just <laughs> like, like falling asleep because we can't do anything i can't help you there's nothing you can do no you're, you're, you can't react going, i can't that. help you to that you, no at, at least in at least in the united states of america you, you know hit by a fucking pit viper you can fucking call the ambulance you probably get a shot but in doab like yeah maybe doc dave's got a you know like a fucking you know, anaphylactic fucking like, EpiPen right. or something. Bro, right. your bro, best. bro, get in here. Suck my neck. Li- yeah. Literally. Suck my neck, dude. You got this. I mean, it, we'd have to. And then just imagine, like, me passing away while you're <laughs> sucking up my neck. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. He died from yeah. a hickey. Like, fuck. He died from a hickey. Wow. Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah, he left him a hickey. He's it, like, way to go. Yeah. And the mortician's like, yeah, we can't seem to get this hickey out of his neck. I'm it, like, God damn it. And my last words to you are like, you're gay. <laughs> you gave me a hickey fag. You're Fucker. so gay, dude. <laughs> no. I knew it this whole time. We just don't want that. No. So uh, thank you, Joe. Yeah, we're we're fucking lucky. Just doing my part. No, no, yeah. that was a real that was a real threat. It was a real threat. It dude. was Honestly, a real threat. A real threat with a threat. Could you imagine? Hey, nobody got shot, but this dumb bastard got but bit by a snake. Dumb motherfucker died. got bit by a snake. But the worst of men, like. And be big as fuck. We can't even carry him out. No, we just got to leave him there. Yeah. Like, see you, bitch. Sorry, right, homie. But, like, I don't foot, hear foot did piss him off. People problems there. Oh, you were smacking him. Yeah, foot was smacking him in the face. Like, get out of your pit, Viper. Go bite this fucking big bitch over I here. I don't know what he was thinking. I don't I don't think he was thinking it was a snake. I think he was I thinking think it was probably like a fucking, hey, it's probably like a, it's a bug. Anything. A bug. A mosquito. It was, it was like a. around my neck. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, Big snake tongue. It still freaks me out every time I think about it. Yeah, no, it's no, it's no bueno. It's sneaky snake. And then, I'm a snake. and then they don't get killed from it. Though. No, we didn't. We we dodged it, and then um, Joe killed it. So that was honestly the probably the coolest kill. No, that was, no, dude. You out of everybody, they got swag. That was the only knife strat. Kill. Well, yeah. The, yeah, that was yeah, the was, I, that was the only knife kill. We were try- we, we talked about this. we were like, trying, we though, dude. It. We were fucking come on. We were trying pre-deployment. How many but, times did we talk? Yeah, like, no, knife kill and knife kill. Yeah, I get it. I, I, I think Boer offered it. his full salary to any soldier that got a knife kill. Well, I carried that fucking sniper. I was trying to throw it at somebody. What? Anybody? The, the what? The sniper's high tool. 
Oh, the the oh, fucking machine, the hatchet. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to throw that at somebody. That fucking makeshift tomahawk. Yes. Yeah. The thing with the spike on the end too. Yeah, that was a lot of Dude. Call of Duty shit right there, dude. Right in the old pool. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Anyways, why is Call of Duty fun? Well, <laughs> but so anyways, so don't listen to this part. <laughs> I didn't mean. <laughs> I didn't mean it. But uh, so. We kill the snake. We move on. And then, and then the and and then the ODA gets there, right? Like pretty shortly after. Right? I think we have a little bit of a yeah. So firefight in between that. Speedball but. lands. A little bit of engagement. ODA comes there's, in. There's a huge fucking gunfight. You guys are missing. I don't know if it was the same on your guys' side as it was our side. We were all in there. It's implied. Yeah. I think it's all. We're it's all, all going on. Yeah. And we're when when we're everybody's going low on ammo. We got to get in it somehow. Yep. But speedballs come in and. Mathis and Smith started no, covering the low side. Got to wait. Jung was filling radios. Leo was running stuff, and then it was uh, me and AJ Flurry. We did have a free and we too. fucking cocksuckers. We were giving it, and I was giving it like before, like the whole night thing, and like the whole side of the southeast side yep. of that fucking mountain yep. started coming over, and I was giving it, and I was fucking. Calling shit out and like somebody ran down and they grabbed Mitch's three twenty or Jung's three twenty. I don't know who it was, but I was shooting. The, it's probably Jung's because he was he was filling freaks and shit. Yeah, I was shooting the Mark forty eight and I was lobbing fucking smoke rounds too with somebody else's Mark forty eight and I had no qualifications on the Mark four or the three yeah the three twenty ever and I was just like I'm fucking trying to dial this in and we're getting our fucking asses kicked and I'm like it's right there because like can you follow my rounds and like. The JTAC kept going over the radio. He's like, can you follow his rounds? Can you follow his rounds? Can you follow his tracers? And the the guy up there, he's like, no, I can't. I'm like, fuck it. We're getting was too, lit up yeah, from it. And it was like. Too early. It's one, shit one, on. one, one right after the other. And they're, they're fucking trying to dial it in. It wasn't it wasn't the, the C-130. It was the. the Fixed wing. Yep. Yeah, Fixed wing. And like, it was just, it was fucking one right after the other. And I was like, fucking, hey, I don't know if I'm actually shooting these guys or not. But I was just like. It's me. It's like Leo's over here. Leo's calling shit over. You're back. Maybe killing a viper. <laughs> Maybe killing a viper. <laughs> like all the shit was no. going on. Like from my perspective, like well, you guys are killing a viper. I was like, holy fucking shit! Like there was no fire. I'm this shit. When we killed the viper, there was no firefight. It was a lull. No, it was. Nothing. It was a lull. So this but, is no, either before but, or after. Yeah, I, that that southeast side did right. erupt, it, bro. And I was like, fuck, like. God damn it. You know? We weren't killing vipers. Well, <laughs> firefight was I, going on. But I just remember that fucking JTAC coming yeah. over like in the midst of the firefight. And he comes running over like, I don't know, third or fourth time being there. And he's like, we're going to fucking blow up all these mountains. Or no, 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 no. He said, we're getting C-130s. And I was like. This is after the ODA team came in. No, this, we didn't no, get, this, this is before. This, this, we didn't get C-130s until. No, 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 we had. This is before. So he comes running in. He's like, we're getting C-130s. Well, hear me out. Hear me out. So he comes running, grabs him by the shoulder and shakes me. He's like, we're getting these. And I'm like, I, in that moment, like, I didn't say a word actually out of my mouth. But I was like, in my mind, I was like, what the fuck does C-130s have to do with us being in this gunfight? And like, well, because all, all we know at that point is, is, is C-130s is a fucking transport right, ship. Right. 
You know, yeah. I mean, outside of Call of Duty video games, bullshit stuff like that. But I'm like, what the fuck's that guy do the price to you in China? Like, okay, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I'm fucking giving it, and he's just China. he keeps like shaking me and yelling at me, and he's like, we're gonna blow up these mountains, and he's like, all of them at the same time, and then he runs away, and I'm like, I still don't know what the fuck that means. Oh but no, like, I, I, I remember it. watching. And yeah, when they came in. Is the landscape change? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bro. Well, the, dude. Thing, the thing is, we didn't get the AC one thirties until yeah. the ODA team landed. So I was already I was already pushed up uh, up the east. So under slight contestment, I didn't understand why I was going to push a team up, given our lighting conditions and equipment when we had these two C one thirties already overhead. But yeah. Regardless. Now this is after long. This is hours after the moment I was just talking about. High ground. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, but, and I so, remember that too. But still going up. So we go up. Like so, I'm up there with my guys, and we're we're sending you know defensive position uh, under Nas, and I'm just watching these C-130s work. Yeah, and it's just. And like we're across the valley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're getting rocks. You know, just you just feel it. You're like twenty before four packs hammering heat signatures, dudes. Before we get in, I do I do want to talk about the fact that when the ODA team came in with their commandos, they oh we got lit up right when the fucking commandos let like came in. We're like, hey. Covering fire for the fucking yep. team coming in yep. and then filling in, covering fire. We're and we're shooting cross cannon. So imagine this, guys that are listening. We're on the side of this mountain, right? East. And we're getting contact from the opposite side. So we're shooting cross canyon at these motherfuckers. Yep. And then we get the call of these ODA teams coming in with a bunch of commandos. And uh when I say they commandos, I mean A and A commandos, like Afghan National Army commandos, and they're gonna land on the same LZ that we came in so on. We lift and shift at the appropriate time. So we lift time. and shift at the appropriate time and we cover fire. So at minimum, maybe the fire will be drawn towards us and not them, so we don't have a fucking Black Hawk down situation, right? Yeah. So we're lifting and shifting, firing across cannon, they're they're coming in, they fucking land down hot, and the fucking A and A commandos come out and they're like these motherfuckers Death are shooting blossom. at us. And they just jump out of this fucking uh, Chinook and they just turn right towards us. And I remember seeing these fucking commandos towards us and they're just like, cuck, 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 and start shooting at us. I'm like, God damn. Dude, they were just ripping it. I remember someone I remember someone yelling, I don't know if it was. They had a strobe. I don't know if it was Roe or who it was, but someone's like, they're fucking shooting at us. Someone plop up a VF-17 panel. I'm like, fuck, I know I got one of them in my pack. So I remember I pulled out my VF-17 panel and fucking flopped it over the the wall that we were mm-hmm. hiding behind to let us know that they were that we were friendlies. And then they fucking shifted over to the opposite side. I don't but, even think they had a God breeze, damn, dude. I, no, I, no, they didn't. I, I, they I didn't. Don't think they didn't at all. But I remember they, I, they came up and apologized. Oh, oh yeah! Well, I, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I accept you your apology. Well, I remember that. Well, the, the, I could be in that same situation. Yeah, the SF dudes come up. I had they're no like, idea when I got off the birds. Yeah, they're like, like, sorry about that. They're Afghans. I get they it. might be commandos, but they're still Afghans. So, get it? All good. <laughs> you know, like no problem. None of us died. We're good. If if all of the it's Afghans just annoying could at shoot the, the way they fucking did, oh, it'd be a different story. The, the whole country dead. wouldn't have problems. No, we just wouldn't. Yeah. Well, but then the good thing is they shot good. Yeah, the good thing is that they did bring in 
AC one thirties. And how many AC one thirties were in country? Three, three. We, we had, had two of them. We had two of them. Continuously on station. That was the they thing. They, over- thing. they overlapped for a little bit at one. They time. did. Yep. Yep. So I remember one one when one fuel and the other one was coming in. One was running out of fuel and one was coming in. And when they when the second one came in on station, I remember um, hearing the JTAC talking on his radio. I was like, "All right, hey, while we have these two AC one thirties, we're like." I want fucking, I want fire and brimstone to rain down on these motherfuckers on the opposite side. So he's calling in strikes and they, we had two AC 130s literally turning that opposite mountainside into fucking fire. Like just fire. It was impressive. Yeah. It was the most impressive. Like I remember looking at that and being like, oh my God, this is the 4th of July. That's one thing. Like whenever I see like 4th of July fireworks, it does bring me back to that moment of being like, Thank God, you know, because like all the booms and everything else, like these just motherfuckers the, just like, turned this bitch into fire. The concussion, but there's oh like, shit, dude, the fucking one oh five shooting out, just bro. <laughs> Even goosh, goosh, goosh. Like, How's that go what, what is this? 60, <laughs> yeah. 60, 20, 20 millimeter Gatling gun. They got they a twenty five millimeter, twenty five, forty millimeter Gewolfers, and one oh five, one oh five, one oh five on that bitch, the, all on the left side. Of their wings. Just, and it's short recoil. Oh, oh my God. So it's fast. But it, it's so I, fast. I, I, think I, they, I think they can get like 19 rounds out of that thing in a minute. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's insane. They they have like multiple rounds in the air I rem- at I, one time before the first impact. I remember impact. them fucking guys calling over the radio. And they would be like, we got 25 packs, heat signatures, whatever. Dude, I'm just yeah. thinking about they, 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 they'd, they'd fucking light it up. And, and, and then... They would come back and be like, we still got some heat signatures down there re-engaging. Yeah. And they did that multiple times. And, like, sometimes I wonder, like, them motherfuckers no, are my no. heroes because they are so savage that they're likely re-engaging in their warm body parts. Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. They're like, hey, we still have heat signatures. They're just going to keep engaging because there's right. no heat signatures left. They, they ensured that we did not get shot again. Well, all they're seeing up there. That's all they're seeing. They're like, "Hey, these heat heat signatures over here; those are our guys. Everything else that's on that's heated up over here, bad. So let's let them let let's let her eat. That's all they. That's what they were seeing. So it's like fucking. Let's go. Because we set a perimeter up. Correct. It was everything outside of the perimeter. It was like even our our ROE when we left Metal Amos is like any military age male. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was what we were briefed before we left. It was like any, any, basically anyone out there in this area is bad. Just yeah, assume yeah. that they're bad. So yeah, well, with that was the same way with the dudes on yeah. the south side that had the NA flag and it looked like they're in uniform. And then yeah, that the A and P they were they were calling those out over the net, but those were all bad guys wearing A yeah. and P uniforms. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we all know A and P is does not stand for much the afghan yeah, no. the afghan national police so the afghan national army is one thing but the afghan national police they well, are look what a completely different Kalagoosh. situation yeah it happened up there mm-hmm. in our time yep what, what was it the police or the ana i can't remember police i think it's was the, police, the police dude yeah they what, turned oh the 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 a and p were constantly turning uh, dude open up they're survivors the over there they will survive whatever regime whatever person wants to come in whoever think whoever they think are going to win the battle they will support it until there is a tide that shifts to them 
realizing that one or the other person may or may not win the battle, then they're just going to flip. You know, yeah, okay. great. They're just surviving. They just ride the tide. They're cowards. Yeah, literally. No, they're... the Yeah, I get what you're saying, but they're fucking cowards. But, but, so... So what do you think... No, they're cowards, The country dude. is like But now. what do they believe in? Huh? What do you guys think the country is like now, though? Uh, not a whole lot different than since before we got there. A lot of our belt feds and... Dual tubes. The thing with the A and P, dude, is yes, you're absolutely right. There, the Connors, they're trying to survive. They're trying to do what they need to do to to live. But they're fucking cowards. Like they're absolutely cowards because because they flip flop so much. They would fucking be buddy buddy with us, and they would be buddy buddy with the t- Taliban. They didn't give a f- they didn't give a fuck. They're goddamn cowards. Like the A and A, at least at least the A and A that we talked to and worked with a lot. Like they at least had some sort of. Um, I guess good ones honor. ethos or honor between them, where they're like, we fucking hate these motherfuckers. Like they were ready to fight the NP. They were fucking cowards, dude. I didn't deal with a lot. I hated them. Thankfully. We did some. We we did we did metal on them. Yeah. Very Every time you look at the NP, you're like, you I guys are I'm fucking. Not going out with them. I'm, I'm just. I not, I'm I respect the motherfucking Taliban. Way more than I respect the um, A&P. The A&P were fucking slippery, conniving little fucking cowards, dude. Once you lost them, at least them, the Taliban. Yeah, yeah. Once you lost them, then you got in a firefight. Yep. At least the Taliban, you knew where they stood. Like, hey, this is where we stand. In the ANA, you understood where they stood. But the A&P were like back and forth, back and forth. And I'm with fuck you. these guys. I'm, I'm, I, I'm I want. I've said that to a lot of people. I'm yeah. like, I personally want to kill every that... one of them. I don't give a f- like. They suck. Yeah. I, I genuinely believe that, like, if you were to remove religion, the language barrier between us and the Taliban, like, I know for a fact there were people that we fought and killed that if you remove those differences, I guarantee there's good people there. They just believe that they are doing what is right, just as we believe that we're doing what's right. But I do want to, that's a very interesting topic, and I want to hear what is right. all your guys' opinions on that, honestly. Like, what would you do? Joe? <laughs> what do you mean? What would I do? I wouldn't say that I wrestle with this personally, but I think about this quite frequently where it's like if I was in Afghan and some other fuckers came, in, came into this country. Either, country I would fight for my home country. No, I, it's more than that. Mm-hmm. It's more than that. I, I agree. And it's... Is your moral, is your life, are you convicted enough to die? Right. Right here, right now. No qualms, no no nothing. Right here, right now. Do you live for, that, do you live that life? Of what? For like what though? Would it, would it, honestly, ready, whatever ready, it is. Ready to die. For them. Ready to, for them, it's the Muslim religion. Correct. Right. What they believe in the Quran. Whatever that is. You you could interchange that for anything. But the but thing for is them, that is it, the thing. But it all depends on who you get touched by, right? It's all it's all what in Afghanistan in Afghanistan it, it, it's it's very it's so it's so split because they're all Muslim. They're all Muslims and the thing is some of them were fighting with us, some of them were fighting with the Taliban. It all depends on who you get hit by 
hit with first, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like, do the Taliban come in and affect your life? I guess first? I'm only looking at the <laughs> radical side of it. Like, that's, right. Well, those, that's, those that's people. That's so that's like, my point exactly. There's a lot of good people over there. Conviction to do that. But the thing is, too, like, look at right, right now, right? After we left, after we fucking pulled out of Afghanistan, who won the country? Taliban. The fucking Taliban. We, we, so were we right or were we wrong kind of thing? Is that, that's the thing. Like, I, me personally, where I stand with it is I, I believe that I was right in my decision making where it's like, I'm going to go to war and At fight with my fucking time, brothers. The information given us. Yes. Yeah, so I conduct I, myself morally within the standards of what I consider yes. to be but, reasonable warfare and led men mm-hmm. honorably. But also, I also know that for a fact, like if I was back here in America in some foreign country fucking invaded us, I would be pulling the same fucking tactics that the Taliban shit pulled. Ditto. I'd be fucking laying out IEDs yes. and everything else. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So like, that's what I'm. That's what I mean. Like, it's such it's such a conundrum that we find ourselves in after, especially after fighting in Afghanistan for so long that we did. We were there for about a year or whatnot. Well, so weird because we are education so is our most 80s. powerful weapon. Yeah, in the well, no yeah, because of Russia asked. and whatnot. And then all of a sudden we're now we're the fucking douchebags. It's it's a wild not, it's a wild not, conundrum that you bring we, yourself we, into. We, honestly. we, we, we did not. Bags. We held ourselves to a different standard than what the Russians were. But my my point in that is whatever Correct. whatever this world brings to us or however we're gonna fight the Taliban, like everyone education is our biggest weapon. By far. Yes, we, we can we can eradicate a world with nuclear weapons, but if if everybody could simply see the truth, not True, true education, not not manipulation education. If you could create a scenario where people could see with their own eyes what is truthfully going on, and that we were genuinely like trying to be good people to them and show them that, hey, this 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 isn't the best world. Like, I understand there's things that conflict with your religion, whatever, but look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs and. What stage of that are they living in? What stage of that do we live in every day? What level of that? Let's let's use that. Let's remove religion. Let's look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Stop. You can't remove you can't remove religion from it because that's their whole stance. You can't remove religion from it. But hold on, hear me out. Hear me out. We can't. But how how do we win a war? That's why we didn't. That's why we didn't win. Because you can't remove religion from it. The whole country is their whole ideology. That you can't. You know how fucking hard it is for a foreign, a foreign nation to come in and change an entire ideology of a country. It's motherfucking hard, and you're not gonna fucking do it without being there forever, forever. You're never gonna change that whole it's, it's, situation. It's gonna take that ideology is if, if it's basic tenets of your religion, and, and it's what you believe, which mm-hmm. that's what drives a lot of people. They will never drive that out of you. No, and you will always be at war if that's what the war is going to always be about. Yep, because it, it always correct, and it takes generations. Exactly. So I guess let's 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 put this in uh, Americans per, American perspective real quick. So let's say. When we went to Afghanistan, we fucking we killed a lot of people, right? Yeah. As as America since two thousand one, 
we fucking killed a shit ton of people in Afghanistan. But the people that were there that took over Afghanistan, the Taliban, that took over Afghanistan after we left, those are the hardcore motherfuckers that are like, this is our country, right? So imagine now in America, a foreign government comes in here and tries changing our entire ideology as a country. Nope, never and they, they they kill a shit they kill a lot of people, right? They kill millions, probably millions of people. But guess what happens? They will never ever change the entire country because there's so many motherfucking people that are hard charging motherfuckers that are like, This is my country bitch. Like After you're not three you can't be here. Well. But okay. We were there for twenty fucking years, Connors. It's not three generations. That's I know it's not three generations. You want us to stay there for three, three generations? I sure as fuck what? don't. I don't think that's the right decision. I don't think it's the right yeah. decision. Three generations it's, still it's doesn't not, change that's the religious It's not tenets. our job. It's not our job to go over there and fight for that. But at the same time, how do we go over there? How do we do everything that we did and do it for nothing? Because there's little children over there that were starting to see us as as the good guys, as the nice guys. And mm-hmm. Being yep. kind. And now them. that we left, they see us as bad guys we because we abandoned them. We left them, dude. So yeah. now we, we push them more towards Correct. that side. Correct. Another, another, because ten, they have an, to. Another 10 years. Another 10 years. 10 years. Another 10 years? Uh, those those, we those kids that them. we affected over there are going to be dead in 10 fucking years. All right? But, so that whatever they had to carry on to their progeny is never going to happen. All right. The thing that will always be there is that the religion that they believe in, whether it's Muslim, whether it's Christian or whatever, that religion is what drives them. But that's what that is. This is exactly what this was about. OK, the, they don't want the fucking women to learn. They don't they don't want the girls to show their faces. Everything's sequestered. Nobody has a fucking opinion. That's and unless you're the Taliban. in. No shit, and that's who's in that's, charge. That's that's not the Muslim religion, and I'm 100. percent I don't give a fuck what the Muslim religion but is. The extremists not, are in, are who is in charge, and you don't think there's Christian extremists too? There is, 100%. and thankfully they're not in charge. Okay, right. otherwise that's but, exactly the same shit that would be going on here. Are they not? Okay, the extreme is what everybody needs to fight. Okay, let people be themselves. Don't force shit onto them, and then you won't have these battles going on. Education's our biggest weapon. Well, the number letting them figure out what when you talk about doing. education, you're also talking about extremist education. That so, is where it starts, and they foster that and they keep that going. So let let me let me say, with education, what I mean by education is letting people have the ability to extremists their, are not letting that on, happen use their imagination to talk to your mic. and 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 when you get enough education you're no longer going to believe bullshit and when people it's not believe, bullshit though it's not bullshit to to their to like when they're bullshitting them and when the Taliban's telling them that if if they go out and learn how to read they're bad people if they actually get educated to the world and use the tools but we're, that are we're, out there. To, would you would you say that America is educated? Yeah. For the absolutely. most part? Absolutely. Okay. To, to, so let's back it up to fucking two years ago. Let's, no, let's back it up to two years ago. Did we not just did we not as a country fold under COVID pressures and all that other shit? What what's what yes. That's what I'm saying. Like even, whether you're educated or not, but the, that's the being major- educated. The majority the the majority rule is always gonna fucking they're always the, going to take over, dude. You know what I'm saying? 
it's like it's 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 a tough it's a tough conundrum that you put yourself it's, in because like in that in a country like Afghanistan with the ideology so ingrained in their being that it's like cuz okay over there if you're if, if it it might not be the majority it is force that rules over there Yes. Okay. The Taliban might be a very small portion of the actual ideology that's going on over there. Absolutely. But they fucking kill people that disagree with them. Absolutely. And pretty soon, people are going to catch up on that, and they're going to say, hey, you know what? I just might as well go with the flow and be unhappy and alive or and, be fucking and, dead. And that's the same idea. That's, that's, the, that's the same. That's the same thing with the Nazi regime. It, edu- what I'm trying to say is education doesn't necessarily matter. What matters is the fact that a minority takes control of the country – and fucking rules over everything. But the thing that fucks us is that before Russia got to Afghanistan, they were fairly fine. Uh, in the in the fifties, Afghanistan, yep, Afghanistan as a country was yep. fairly okay. They were Kab- doing Kabul their was thing. Very yeah, they were very, economically, yeah. they had a good tourist. They were doing yep. fine. Uh, economy. And then, it, and then it was a destination. Time yep. came in. They but took that, their ability to learn to read to. No, but it was no, actually no. it was actually very modern. It was very modern. It was, it was much of it, yeah. much of what we consider Saudi Arabia right. today. Very yes. modern. Right. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And then women, all of a sudden, w- women were allowed to walk around with their oh, fucking burkas off. Was there? Yes, very much so. But that's what I'm getting at. So real quick, let me finish this about Russia. So then they were fairly mo- westernized, honestly, as yep. a country in the Middle East. Agreed. They were fairly westernized. They, women were allowed to walk around and do what they needed to do. They were able to go to college and able to go to school and get educated. And they were fairly educated. Then Russia came in and fucked everything up. And then what did we do as America? We're like, hey, fuck the Russians. Let's help fight them off, right? Because that's what we're doing. Man. We're the good guys. Right. We're, we're America. We're nice. We're like, hey, you guys are getting taken over by Russia. Let's help you fight them. So we help arm and train the Mujahideen. We helped train and arm the Mujahideen, and the Mujahideen fought back the fought back Russia, and were like, hey, in order to beat a fucking superpower, what you need to do is do these tactics. And we taught them how to do it. We gave them the arms that they needed to have, and then they fought back Russia. And then the Mujahideen split. And then one side of the Mujahideen became the Taliban. The other side of the Mujahideen became the Northern Alliance. And then they fought. And what I'm saying is all it takes... You can be educated and you can be working your ass up and everything's fine, but it only takes one major conflict to fucking totally erupt everything, disrupt everything that you're going for. That's what I'm, that, that, and that's what's tough about it because the overarching um, entity that took over Afghanistan after the Russians left was the Taliban. The Northern Alliance, they fought and they did what they needed to do and they held their territory, but it was not the majority. The majority was the Taliban because they were stronger. So in those instances, the strong take over violence is the golden rule as much as people don't want to accept that and believe it that it is at the end of the day whoever the most violent violence person is, is the golden rule and that's what i love about america as a country because but, we hold on we're born into violence like we fucking fought our asses off against the british and but the what what we realized after fighting the British, we could have easily easily started uh, a form of government that could have turned into a monarchy or could turn into some sort of like Taliban type rule or some sort of like dictatorship in this whole country. But our founding fathers realized like the only way, the best way to do this is by keeping everyone armed and trained and we're our own militia type of deal. 
and that helps fight off a certain entity. But in countries like Afghanistan and stuff, that doesn't happen. Free, freedom of thought creates. Everything. You're always free to think. Okay. That's okay. But on, the problem, on, no, no, the on. problem is, is violent people think too. Yep. And that's where they retain their rule is they think with violence and they intimidate people. They're fucking bullies. Yep. All right. Yep. And that's how they keep their goddamn power. So, because there are more people, agreed. I believe there are more people in Afghanistan that do not want this. Okay. Agreed. But they don't have the power and the ability to stand up for themselves. And they're ruled by very violent people. And, Plain and, and simple. And, yep. and that, so, that is and, my point exactly. And the United States on their withdrawal gave those very violent people so, even better ways of being violent. 100% agree. What do you guys. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's my up, point exactly to your point. All this. What do you guys like? Our withdrawal from Afghanistan. Start with Joe. What do you guys feel about that? It was not that it was a mistake, but I'll tell you what, it was a very ill conceived plan because we all know that you get the material out first, then you get the men out. Exactly the opposite. Obviously, this withdrawal that they called it was run by men that had no fucking clue or concept of what or how the military is supposed to work. And it was a military operation. Okay? Yeah. So you put people in power that have no concept, but they may, they're they the ones that make the fucking rule. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. All right? No. The withdrawal was a giant fucking disaster, and there are needless deaths that happened of American service members there. Okay? And I, I, I tell you this right now. I tell you this right now. Those weren't needless deaths, and those weren't combat casualties. That was fucking murder. Mm -hmm. And it was fucking murder perpetrated by politicians from this country. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't disagree. Gunners? Uh, I don't mean gunners. It was demoralizing. It it took myself as, as a very proud person. It made me reflect myself and had to look at it as everything that I did. The, the brothers that we lost, the people we served with, that not just their lives, but some of them, their use of their legs, some of them, the use of their minds, a lot of them that... And everything from that point on to me was like that I I gave fucking everything to fight in that war. Like I gave my best self every day, no matter what. I didn't cheat anything, I didn't fucking fuck around with anything. I gave my best. Whether my best was always to the bar. I know I had my bad dates, but right. I, I I gave everything and it it and more and when when we left there it was just like why this is is this a fucking game to the politicians like are you fucking kidding me like mm -hmm. that's all I got about that Ro ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Say the question again. To <laughs> no, so, like, like, Ro, when uh, we left withdrawal, yep, Afghan withdrawal, yep, emotionally, oh, uh, yeah, uh, hurt a little bit, didn't it? Pissed, it just didn't make sense. Like, obviously, like, there's loss of life, right? So, how do you anytime there's always been a loss of life or anything you always try to backtrack 
How can this be prevented? What can we learn? How can this not happen again? Right? It, it, you should be. Right? Well, I got fucking grilled. And I lost some life. Right? Mm-hmm. So why is this question not being asked at a higher level? Because there was loss of life. Oh, I'm sure that I'm sure the gentlemen that were on the ground in your position, squad leaders and and the like, I'm sure they got asked a lot of questions like you did. Sure. Okay. And that's exactly where it fucking ended, but they were following orders. They were carrying out things and it was a, it was a combat environment and a lot of things that go on there. You can prepare and plan for it, but you can't control it. No, you can only respond to what the action is. We can't. So, I mean, we all know this was wrong. On, on a lot of levels. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What can I do? Write Can't the, do anything. Right the second. So how much, how much time and energy can I put into something? Mm. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it's wrong. That's that's as far. That's as much as I know. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, you know, like. If you follow some social media stuff, there's a lot coming out right now as far as like uh, some uh, video footage of stuff coming out from Marines on ground, like 82nd on ground, mm-hmm. helmet cams, a lot, a lot of personal video stuff that's coming out showing just the absolute fucking chaos on the ground. Mm-hmm. It was it, it was absolute chaos. Mm-hmm. And that comes from not having a, a an adequate plan. Absolutely. I will. Yeah. That's 100% what happens every time that there's chaos is because there's no command control. That's right. It's like, get the fuck out of here. So, I I don't know. I'm not there. Yeah. Can't say. Sorry for putting you on spot, bro. (laughs) But, you know, like, dang. If if people are not asking, well, here's the thing. We, I I think the the public is asking hard questions Mm -hmm. of why the fuck it, it. went this way the problem is they're just not getting answered though yes and we're well, not the answer they're getting is i made the decision you know what I mean? that's all there is it's to just it. not i wanted it's to end not the war. okay it's not no. okay the thing is when in the military somebody when you, crucified for that yeah well when yeah. you when you when you could you imagine when if, you fucking enter had, that was my answer to something yeah well i don't know I just this is the way it well, is. It's just the way it is. So the thing, this was the best answer with the stuff that I had on the ground. You get, shit, you get promoted man. for that. Yeah, the thing is, when you enter a country, it's usually abrupt, and you want the element of surprise and all this other shit, right? Dude, we, but when you yeah. exit a country, it's not supposed to be that way. Like we all kind of know where like, we weren't there for a long time. I never got. I didn't get back from Afghanistan as rapidly as what they wanted to pull these people out. Exactly. <laughs> okay, and that was during combat, and not that the, not that these guys weren't going through combat. But what you I'm saying is, yeah. this was a withdrawal, and yeah. this withdrawal happened faster with no security, Stupid. no no support elements or anything like that. And and the number one thing is, why in the fuck was any Military equipment left there. Any doesn't make any sense. Absolutely none. If if, and, and, if and, anything, and, it should be destroyed at minimum. Exactly. At minimum. And then they sit there at and minimum. they tell you the dollar amount that was left. Okay, you have an accurate count of the shit that was left, but you couldn't fucking get it out of there. Yeah, you knew it was there. So don't tell me you didn't have the time, facility, or supplies or resources to get it out. 
And, and you've misbalanced the budget for yep. how long? Yeah. And the, the pro- DOD, what? And now you're worried oh. about my $600 Venmo? Yeah, right. And the biggest problem but with But you the left whole- belt feds and dual tubes. Yep. But I can't own that in the United States. Yep. No. But the biggest problem with the whole thing is like it's like if you want to know who our next enemy is going to be, look at who we're funding within. right now. It's within. Right? So like within. when we were funding Afghanistan, we went to shortly after, honestly. Went to war with them. Fucking 20 years, we went to war with Afghanistan. And now they expect us to just to turn over and and just fork over trillions of dollars to fucking Ukraine. It's like... When are we going to go to war with Ukraine? Is, is it even going to is it even going to be Ukraine when we're done there? You know, it's like following, that's following your thought the process, following following your thought process, Ukraine will be folded right back into Russia. Yep, and then it'll be a Russian Ukraine. And guess what, motherfucker? All those all that arms and all that money and all that shit that we gave to Ukraine. Guess what? Guess where it's going? Yep, right back the at motherfucking us. Russia. That's the thing. Like this whole situation. Like when we withdraw from Afghanistan. Honestly, when the withdrawal happened, I looked at him like makes sense. You know, it it's made, part. It made me almost cry. But it's par for the fucking course. When you're it talking is. politicians, right? Yeah. It fucking makes me fucking almost cry. It sucks. Like, we did all that, all the blood, sweat, and tears we did over there. It was just like, and this is what happens. Taliban takes over again. I, I don't, I'm not even concerned about the things that we did and the Taliban taking over. I'm concerned by the facts that there was obviously no plan to remove ourselves, our personnel, or our equipment from that country. And if there was a plan, they totally disregarded it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, that would be the same as me disregarding a fucking order. And I'm my ass is in the brig. Yep. All right? It happens, but you got to feel, you got to feel like blood, sweat, and tears that we gave. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. is that... It was, that that was it did, no, that was part matter. of the job. I'm I'm totally fine with the time I spent over there. I am too. I'm okay with that. I'm not okay, like I said, with the way things ended there. There is no way. There is absolutely no way. And I, I don't give a shit if the country fell right back in the Taliban's hands. The fact that we gave any ability for them to wage a better war is complete horseshit. Yes. Yeah. That's that's a bit out of line. It's absolutely out of line. And the fact that nobody has fucking answered for that Milli- is unbelievable. I'll tell you this, I tell you this right now. Raid. If I left my fucking rifle, just my rifle alone oh. in mm-hmm. that country, oh. my ass, I wouldn't be giving a podcast right now. No, you My wouldn't. ass would be in a prison. You'd be suffering on the tree of you. Woe. You gave the enemy <laughs> arms, dude. Yeah. You yep. armed the yeah. enemy. They would. You're exactly right. They would twist that into a treasonous act, even if, even if for some reason I lost it. Well, fuck. I got grilled by O'Brien because I burned a goddamn law tube after I fired it. I'm not bringing an empty fucking law back to the fob. I burned a bitch and I kept the tag, put it in my combat notebook, and I gave it to him. And I said, that's it. Calm down. Yeah. That's 100% absolutely accurate. It's like, if if I left my fucking M4 over there, I'd be absolutely burned. Burned. Are you accounting for the law tube? By, by by the bodies or by the tube? Yeah. Right. What do you want? Exactly. Do like, I no, should I go I'm out and that should back. I go out and pick up all the shrapnel out of the assholes I blew up with this thing and bring it all Sorry, back? I'm not bringing the tube yeah, back, no bud. No shit. These measures go. Did you really get in trouble for yeah. not bringing the oh, I, yeah. I remember Where's that. that law tube? It, I remember I, that you burned it. I literally burned it next to a box I was shitting in. I remember that. 
I remember you getting fucking hemmed up for it yeah. too. <laughs> it was is it, 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 it was ridiculous. insane. But that's the thing. Like they'll hold us to a collect the brass. Collect your brass. Yeah, bring your brass back. Yep. You you requisitioned five hundred bullets. I want five hundred pieces of brass to come. Yep, back. right. 100%. Links too. Links too. If it was belt fit. <laughs> yeah. No shit. But then when we leave the whole country, we're like, hey, and you know those all those belt feds and mortar tubes and um, caches. Fuck it. It's fine. Just get the fuck out. They live helicopters. Fucking helicopters. Helicopters. But when you think about it, it's like it, it really is par for the course. And it's like when that whole thing happened, I was not surprised because our fucking pol- the politicians that are in charge of this motherfucker are one hundred percent either either a they're inept or b which is most likely they are so fucking just terrible people that they just don't give a fuck. Well, the, the, they're, no, they're, the, okay, sorry. so like, like a lot of shitty officers we've dealt with, not necessarily saying like anyone in particular into our unit, but we've all seen our fair share of shitty officers, correct? Yeah. Where, where they're, where they're only chasing their OER, correct? Yeah. yeah. And they're all chasing that next bullet point for their OER, their op- officer evaluation report to get to that next rank. That's exactly what all these fucking politicians are doing when they write legislation and they make decisions. They're only looking for that next bullet point. Joe Biden, when he decided that we're going to withdraw from Afghanistan, it wasn't because he cared. It wasn't because he wanted to leave the country because he wanted to end the war for any other virtuous reason. He wanted a fucking bullet point on his fucking campaign saying, I ended the 20 year war on terror that George W. fucking Bush started. That's what he wanted. He didn't care who he fucking fucked who over. he fucked over or who died in the process of that. He wanted that bullet point because he wanted to run the campaign trail saying I ended the fucking war. Because it, it was an un, it's an unpopular war. That war was very unpopular with the with the American population. Where there's been a few days, Afghanistan got taken over again. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like it isn't. It's towards the fucking tail end of the war on terror. It, it became very unpopular. Where people wanted out. We're like, hey, we need to fucking figure out our ex exfil plan from this fucking country. Correct. Yeah. And Joe Biden comes in. He's like, all right, here's our exfil plan. Leave right now. Put that was his exfil plan. Put your thumb out. And we all know that's not going to work. I, I wanted out of that country just as bad as anyone else. I, I, I felt like we have spent enough time there. They need to figure out on, on their own kind of deal. But, but, but not like that. No. Not like that. Not that didn't make any sac- sense. Not for the sacrifices I our brothers it. had. <laughs> what? I did. You what? I loved it. Seriously. What, the... the Afghanistan? No. Well, it was simpler comparatively to Iraq. I love that place. It was a simpler time, dude. Some of the, some of my. So think of this, right? You're on some mountain peak, right? You're above ten thousand foot, so tree line gets sparse. You get some snow, but it might be July, it might be August. But it's still up there high enough. Get a little bit, right? You're over Washington Valley, whatever. Sun's coming up. And all of a sudden, like, the prayer mosque, speakers, all that stuff go off. Sun's shining over the ridge lines, and you're just, like, looking at this ancient fucking village. You're like, who else has been here? Oh, for sure. Who else has looked at this? 
Yeah. Who else is taking this view in for a minute? Like these these people have been living this way for how long? And here I am in the middle of this mm-hmm. in some ancient place. Like how how is that not beautiful? In the midst of all oh, the bullshit, that, that, you're you're place. romanticizing Afghanistan. I have to. Fuck that. No, it's beautiful. It's a shit box. There's nope. a technological disconnect when they got cell phones, but no fucking plumbing. Well, that's true, okay? too. <laughs> yeah. They're, Very they're, true. That, true. That is that right there. But that's and what I have to take away. And they didn't yeah. have a, nas- a natural evolution of technology or through time. Okay? They skipped some fucking steps, and that's why they're as Joe's civilized as they are. Joe's not wrong, either. Yeah, no, he's not. But they're... they're but- you're not wrong either. Where no. there is beauty in that place. I have to no, think. there is a lot of. Beauty there is beauty in that. in that fucking place. More so than fucking Iraq. What a, I blew yeah, up everything. Fucking Iraq right. sucks. Fuck. Well, Iraq. In, in in. We went to Doab. A counterpart to that is that we were in the mountains, and that's a different view. Sure. You go to southern sure. Afghanistan. Oh yeah, it's Iraq. Piss. Okay. Yeah. Well, people think that when they come to Iowa too, it's like yeah. fuck this place, sure. and they go to like Colorado, and they're like so, yeah, this place rules. Yeah. Yeah. It's all topography. I yeah. do carry a lot of that, though, because it it was there. Mm-hmm. And I have to take that in. No, for sure. I get that. I get that. I 100% get that. I have to. But the, the, just the biggest overarching problem is that I, that I personally wrestle with, with um, going over there and fighting and all that stuff, is the fact that it's like, you know, we fucking, we did what we had, we, we did what we had to do and all that and all that. But it's like. Kind of like what Franny was saying. It was like, what was the fucking point of all this shit? You know, the point was for you and me to come home when we did, and to watch each other's back. Yeah, but not all of us did. But that's well, we did our best, as many as we. That's can. the thing. That's that's the thing that I I wrestle with more than anything. It was like, you know, like yeah, kind of like what Franny was saying. It was like, but you could die here. Yeah, right now, yeah. absolutely you cross that you street and die. You could. Absolutely. Yep. You could, but... It's not I can do. Yeah. No, but it's, just, it's just like, you know, with... It sucks because we took command of it. Mm-hmm. And we thought had we had control of our fate. Right. And it it did suck when we left and we handed it over to someone else. And maybe they, <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe they, maybe they, yeah. they, they lost some footings and whatnot. Yeah, didn't they? Yeah. But even when, when we left and we left our AO to someone else and they... Did what they needed to do or whatnot, and a lot of their hands were tied. I was tied as well, obviously. But it's just like that whole overarching problem. Like, it sucks to think about when you're like, because I almost, especially with the withdrawal from Afghanistan, I almost, I'm not, and I'm not comparing. I got in trouble from some listener about this before comparing my service to some someone in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. But like, I almost feel like right now since like with the withdrawal from afghanistan and all other shit and like everything else that happens like um we're not I, talking and, about the intensity of which an individual no we're talking about the mentality of the fact that it's like what the similar fuck, things what are, the fuck were we doing when the fucking when history, vietnam vets came back history is when vietnam vets came back and they, they looked back at vietnam like what the fuck did no, we do no I, what I, the I fuck was the point even holding and then we sit back and we look at it and it's like what the fuck uh, was the point but world the thing is too like when world war ii vets came back they got to look back and say my brothers and sisters they died 
and sacrificed themselves for we us freed, winning. We freed, we freed liberated and liberated Europe from Nazi rule. What the fuck did we do? Because we gave it right back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what the fuck? And the same with like, that's why I compare like our what we did to Vietnam so much because like what the fuck did they do in after Vietnam and what the fuck is going on here? Like that, that's what that's what yeah. eats at me more than anything else. Like at least when guys came back from World War Two, they went there and they fought the whole you know say they enlisted and they fought the whole four years or World War Two. But it's like okay, what the f- you guys all think we had a purpose? Yes, yes. absolutely, I do. I do. I feel like we had a purpose, yeah. not to the country itself or the the our, our or even our country. We had a purpose to ourselves, right? I had a purpose. Yeah. yeah, that was the whole reason why I joined the army in the first place, and the reason why I joined the guard in the first place is because I had a. I felt like I had a purpose to Ro, my me and my buddies. Me and Roe has always been like good, but you guys had a purpose, right? At the time. Yeah, let's keep at that then. Yeah, but that's the thing that's that's the thing that sucks about the whole thing, and, and that's a uh, that's the conundrum I always find myself in is like I find myself wrestling with certain thoughts of being like, were we the good guys or were we not? That kind of thing. But we pushed the buttons. We pushed the buttons. We did times. But also, I was like, I would go back fucking tomorrow and fight all the motherfuckers if I could bring. Some, I'd do the if same I could thing. Bring, if I could bring fucking Donnie back, you know, like if it's one of those things where we could go back and do what we need to do. But it's like, mother fuck, dude. It, it's just a tough, it's a tough situation to bring yourself in, especially when the closure was that. When the closure was the Afghan withdrawal and that was the closure that we got. And that hurts. Fuck, dude. That hurts. Fuck, man. That sucks. Because my wife, my wife is just like, when like everything like just, she's like, everything's leaving Afghanistan. She's like, are you going to get pissy this day? And I'm like. I'm like I don't know. I was like I'm just gonna go out to the shop and work. Yeah. And she's like, "Yep." She's like, "You're getting pissy." <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's I don't know. That's pretty much it, I guess. For I don't really. I don't know. It was a it was a tough situation, but I you know I guess when like what when it comes back to like getting out and going back into like normal day life. That's what's kind of tough about the whole deal too. Is like, I wrestle with these thoughts in my, in my head, but I don't really have anyone. I don't talk to a whole lot of people about this shit either, I guess. And I don't know if that's a okay, fault of my yeah. own or what, but we had another podcast. Some other time. Yeah. Well, I don't know. This is fucking just trying to, I guess, figure out life is a whole nother aspect of things life after the army yeah <laughs> but you know i guess that's maybe a conversation for another day we've already been at this for like five hours so oh it's tasty <laughs> and here comes mitch but okay is, uh, no but uh the barrel tastes like pennies <laughs> <laughs> i do want to uh appreciate and thank everybody that came out here because you know a little jaunt, so appreciate yeah. it, guys. Everybody's got a life. Everybody's got shit to do. So yeah. it's good. I appreciate you guys. And, uh, no, I think... I, I And I, that's one thing, too. Like, talk about all this shit. Like, it might not feel like anything, like, maybe necessarily to us happened. or whatever else. But it, maybe it, it didn't feel like we accomplished a whole lot. But, but I does. do feel like talking about this shit and saying it out loud, inventing our thoughts that we've been having for the past 
10 fucking years, 20 years, however long, what the fuck, 2010, 2023, uh, 13 years, you know, however long we've been harboring a lot of shit, I think it does help talking about it. I don't know about you guys, yep. no, but I I'm do the, think I'm... it does help. And I think whoever's listening, if anyone else dealt with a similar situation, because I know a lot of vets listen to this podcast too. And I do think that talking with like-minded individuals, I think it really does help. Even if it might seem incoherent at the time, I think it really does it really, really, really does help kind of at least you can put your thoughts out there and people can tell you're fucking dumb as hell or not. Right. And, and just Joe's, remember, Joe's, Joe's really good at that. It's, it's the cool. internet. So it's not that real. So if somebody <laughs> said nobody cares. This, this is, this is the world we live in though. Like this is the most real thing we can find. If you, if you want, yeah. if you want information that's accurate and the truth, like mm-hmm. you, you got to hear it. You got to read it. Like you got to watch it. You can't read what, the news is saying you can't listen to what anything they fucking say because it's all one-sided they're going to tell i mean they'll tell you the story but they're going to take bits of the story that changes the narrative you can't trust them that's you can't trust them i he's worse in here and having an honest conversation about things even even if you think it's uh mildly hard to listen to at all by any means but at least we're having honest conversation about shit in our personal experiences all these motherfuckers in the news, they don't give a fuck. They don't care about you. They don't care about us. They only care about their bottom dollar anyways. I care about you. I know you do. That's why we're sitting here talking to you. I'm not talking to fucking Keep Sean Handy. I'm not talking to Sean Handy or Rachel Maddow because they don't give a fuck. Or any of the politicians in any, anywhere. They don't give a fuck about anything. They only care about themselves, dude. So like, this right here is the most honest conversation you're going to have about any of this shit. That's probably truthful. You know? Very truthful. It's fucking just the way it is. This is hey, Jake. So, a bunch, bunch of you. scouts and snipers Thanks, sitting around drinking beer and having the same conversation that we would or would not have with or without mics. Yeah. And Who, if we whose conversation. Name, whose name Mike? Yeah. I don't know, that fucking guy. If we were recording this whole time at the bar, though, oh. it'd be unlistenable. Oh, God. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> unlistenable. Joe just rolled his eyes. He's like, just, fuck yeah, it would. Just the sound of a fist against a wet face. Yeah. But we're trying. Um, so I appreciate everyone listening. Um, you know, fucking A. Scouts out, dude. That's all I got to say about that. Thank What's you. What's up, sniper. baby? And the sniper. Spook two out. Yeah. And, uh, Thanks to this uh, this place that let us uh, do this here. Yeah, Kurt's yes. the, Kurt's the shit. Yeah, He's the man. Thank you, yeah, Kurt. Thanks, man. Thank WCB. Yeah, they fucking houses up here. We're gonna not. Um, Don't we're gonna clean it up. Yeah. We're gonna clean it up the next morning. <laughs> yeah, it'll be good. And I do appreciate. Uh, like, I'm. It's not th- thank you guys. Thanks, Joe, Mitch, Joe. Gunners, Bro, Franny, and Chris, Chris, WCB. Yes. And thank you guys for coming. It's been a good good time. So, all right, guys. Thank you guys. Fucking peace. We'll talk to you on the next one. Peace. Hit the fucking button.